Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 79 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Kali, how's it going? I'm just going. I'm a little happy. Got an email today saying that the In Kicks We Trust the NFL fantasy is ready to start going. So, I mean, it's not even June yet, but still, hey, football season is just around the corner. I was just reading that and thinking like, wow, we are so far away from football season. Usually people are activating accounts like days before the NFL season. I know. We'll probably uh, draft, um, uh, you know, probably two weeks before the season or anything. But anyone else new want to join, you know, just slide in the DMs and we'll add you in. Got a good league. Very random. I had a football league draft one time in August. It was the stupidest thing because a bunch of players got hurt in like mini camps and training camp and preseason games. It was the one of the dumbest things. I was not even ready to think about the NFL in August, and there was not enough information on players to make a proper thought about a draft, but that's a little sidetracked anyways. <laughs> Rich, how's it going? It's good. And we're joined by a guest today. So we have Sean, which we know him as it's social, social Studies on Instagram. Social Studies, yeah. S-O-L-E-C-I-A-L studies. Correct. John's a big collector of sneakers and a lot of retro stuff. You, you guys can't see it right now, but he's actually wearing what looks like it's an original penny hat, right? OG penny hat, yeah. Had it in, uh, what was that, like fourth grade, and I had to go back and get it. Love it. That's, That's so dope, man. Don't see that kind of stuff very often. I know Rich is going to be all in his glory talking with you tonight. So, Sean, oh, welcome, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. No yes, problem. Sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, All the way from uh, Oklahoma, is it? Yeah, I'm in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. All of you guys in Canada or what? Yeah, yeah, we're all in Yeah, Canada. we just finished shoveling our driveways. <laughs> we're we're in Toronto. Snow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we, we, we didn't just finish shoveling our driveways, guys. It was like 80, 80 degrees Fahrenheit here yesterday, although it's like 65 here today. But that's that's another story. We won't talk about our bipolar weather. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into our weekly wears and pickups. So, Kev, what do you got for us? Yeah, okay. So, this past week, I rocked Abominier Jordan 1s. I also pulled out those um, hybrids that Kanatsky did for me on the Soul Swap. So, the, the ones with the Air Max 95 neon uppers and then swapped in the Tune Max Celery Soul on the bottom. So, love that pair. Guy killed it. So, as usual, uh, you know Kanatsky. always come up with some crazy Frankenstein shit. So, Glad to have that pair. I also rocked Bread 4s. And then I rocked Air Max 1, the Evolution of Icon pair. And then it was raining today, so you know you know me, Trev. I always pull, bust out that Air Max 1, that metallic pewter reptile pair. So rocked those today. And that was my wear. So I had a, a couple pickups. So I actually got from, so for, for Kanatsky, shout out to Kanatsky. He asked me for those Hello Kitty Prestos for his wife. So I ended up hitting a pair on sneakers for him. And then I also assisted on a toddler pair for Juan. So Juan's not here, but I, I also got a toddler pair for him. So I ooped a couple of those Hello Kitty 
press those to them. And then also just as a group, we actually, we didn't talk about this pickup before, but one wanted that Supreme box logo that dropped a few weeks ago, the Ralph Stedman one and uh, shout out to the homie Mark. He had the, the box logo. I was able to get it from him and I sent it to Juan. And unfortunately Juan's not here, but we gifted that to him just as a thank you to Juan for all the, all the stuff that he does for us in terms of uh, muling <laughs> yeah, our sneakers from the U.S. to, to Canada. So, yeah. So thank you to Juan for that. But, uh, yeah, those are my wares and pickups for this week. So nice. thank you, Juan. Yes. You, John, we, we consolidate stuff at Juan's place, so we'll send it to him because he's in Jersey. So it's a tax-free state and everything. So it's a little cheaper if we send it there. And then he just ships us a box, and then, you know, three or four of us can split the duties when it comes into Canada. So it literally gets here the next day. <laughs> like it's like next day shipping so it's like super dope so when uh you get stuff from the u.s to canada you have to pay duties on it you said yeah yes. a lot it's 30 percent so too if you so dang 30 percent so it's <laughs> yeah. Buy yeah. A, a <laughs> yeah, they killing us and it's 30 percent on what you paid for it not 30 percent of what the shoe retails for so if you're buying a pair of yeezy two platinums you know you're paying resell then you're paying 30% on that four grand or whatever Canadian that, or, or even more, I guess, whatever they're going for now, let's say. Jeez. Yeah. So certain platforms, you can accidentally hurt yourself. If you forget that you're going to pay duties. Pay those duties. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Shout out to one question because I've shipped internationally a couple of times. So eat and say how much the value of the packages are. Yeah. So, so what Juan is doing is he's, sending it as a gift and he's undervaluing it right so i mean there's a little bit of there's a little bit of they're gambling you got a little little wiggle room in there yeah but i mean the worst case is is that you know custom stops it and then puts slaps the duties back on it anyways which um, you would have had to pay regardless well that's not the worst case the worst case is it gets lost and then it's a big package and you're not insured because you didn't put the proper value that's the worst case but yeah you know yeah, but we've been we've been good. FedEx has been shout out to FedEx. They've been they've been holding us down with those deliveries. So no complaints. Yeah, the, uh, the biggest issue that I've had international shipping. I think it was like 2010. I bought like five pairs of the True Blue threes. They were like a international release. I think. Oh, the 09, right? I think it was 09. Yeah, 09. Yeah. And um, I ordered like five pairs for me and all the homies, and they got seized by customs and. I never got it back. I think I got my money back from PayPal though, but it was an ordeal. I wanted to choose. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than that. Yeah. The and money back we, is nice. We but... did get those here in Toronto. That's like one of the few things we ever got. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, those came out in Canada, the uh, that international true true yeah. release. That was a um, yeah, that was a Canada and Euro release only. Euro release only for yeah. some yeah. weird reason. Did did you end up getting a pair eventually on those or no? I did, but I, I I think I just went back to a different uh, seller and bought a pair. But I don't think I bought like the other five. I made sure I got mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were disappointed to get those refunds. But I mean, I think they they came out in 2010 anyway, though. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I remember us getting those two blues in 2010 and it was being like, oh, yeah, it's like a Canada exclusive. The U.S. didn't get it. It's like, what? It's yeah. a Canada exclusive? <laughs> yeah. But then it was crazy because then they ended up retroing them like two years later, the yeah. 2011 pair. It wasn't, wasn't that still, did that go to the U.S.? I don't remember. 
yeah, yeah, 2011 the 20, they got those. The 2011 did. I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that 09 pair was, I remember in Canada, was so easy to get them too. I remember getting like three or four pairs of them here, and I and I was helping out homies to, to get them. So I remember that happening too. So, I mean, it sucks that that happened to you, and, and they seized the pairs because that usually, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what, uh, you know why they seize anything you know i mean i mean if it's something that looks suspicious sure but you know when it's five pairs of shoes uh, i don't know why they would seize it and send it back to the, the center i think maybe if it was one pair of shoes they wouldn't but i was like what's this dude ordering five pairs of yeah them? i don't i don't know i still have like the old emails in my uh in my email from the customs agent i was talking to oh yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes there's no rhyme reason maybe they're just having a bad day or something just they're bored yeah <laughs> maybe they wanted to keep them for themselves so yeah hey right <laughs> and a lick <laughs> nice. oh man That's nice good, good where's uh kev Colin, what about you okay so the other day i decided to go to the pathetic excuse of a pond they try calling a lake near my house called lake aquatan and uh i rolled an l pape but i realized i rolled it with two one and one fourth papes so pretty long smoked that thing and then decided to go for a run funny fact i started running right next to the splash pad but um anyways i went by it and just kept running and then i realized i shouldn't probably be running in these ultra boosts because i like them for walking they're comfortable and all but i want something that i'm not going to destroy well to destroy so i decided i needed to go uh get a pickup and i went and looked online at under armor again and they have these like hunting running shoes so the they're meant, they're like trail shoes, but they're meant for like chasing after deer and wild animals. So mm. I turned and got it. So I got these. Very so. That's very specific. Let's Under see. Armour is. Uh, right? Yeah, you <laughs> see, it's weird. It has like this dial for the laces and then you just pop it out to unzip it. To loosen? Yeah, to loosen it and they come out like that. So it really holds your foot tight. Like I didn't actually realize how good it would feel until I put it on foot. And then you can see the bottom has got like those big divots in it so you can really get onto anything so yeah i'm gonna use what's this the, uh, on grass and sorry what's the upper material made of it it's like a, a meshing in nylon material like it's like your uh, typical running shoe material okay. right but it, it's it's sturdy there's a plastic plate on the side of the shoe and to the back here it says keep hammering <laughs> you know so i can uh, just keep hammering it's like a hamilton shoe you know for the hammer <laughs> just keep hammering you pay for those yeah, some promotions i ended up getting it for, for free but wow. uh they retail 250 canadian. what canadian yeah they retail 250 canadian but that's still a lot in you like yeah, yeah. What, what type of promotions were these sir uh, <laughs> uh, i work part-time there and there's an in-store promotion as an employee if you sell 10 pairs of shoes you get 10 dollars store credit and on top of that there's also staff discount and someone actually returned this pair so funny story i ordered this last saturday and then i came into the store today and someone returned it in my size so when someone returns a pair to Under Armour from online, it instantly gets 25% marked down and goes on a clearance wall at the back, which gets another 40% marked off of that. And then on top of that, give a certain percent of my employee. And then I use my promo cards to just as dollars towards it. So free. So yeah, I've, Under Armour is a good place to work part-time. Anyone that has kids like Nike offers incentives, but literally I've got hundreds of dollars of Under Armour product 
tree just by working hard and the quality say, of the stuff is good. It's 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 a for the people brand. I was gonna say they're very uh, they're very diverse in you know the types of sneakers that they have because uh, I, mean, I got... have fishing shoes, combat boots. Like it's like an outdoorsy brand and a very athletic brand. They're not just trying to make a marketing shoe. You know they need stuff that actually is utilized and people can go out there and do things with absolutely i mean like i've been i've been chasing deer without my deer running shoes and i need them. <laughs> how could you do that kev oh you must have been in such danger you know i mean <laughs> but no i gotta i you know i gotta, um, I gotta check on under armor for those deer and, running <laughs> and one last thing um i wore the wave runners i broke them out um oh, okay. uh, oh, a, a few okay. days in a row my actually uh i went to the gym in them and was doing some shoulders but then i decided to go do one leg exercise so i got on the leg press and i started uh pushing quite a bit of weight and it felt nice and you know solid but then th when i got home and i looked at the midsole i was like oh my god all these wrinkles i was like i should i'm not gonna do leg press again on it what did you think was gonna happen i thought jesus was gonna be with me <laughs> <laughs> like walking on water man you can just Walk but I call it, leg yo, just like normal walking in those, you're going to get the fucking wrinkles. In the I, I know, I'm, I'm down for the wrinkles. Presses, like, what uh, do you think was going to happen doing leg presses in those? <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. It's just, just do it. I was gonna say that's one of those shoes that yeah you can't get, you can't avoid the wrinkles anyways it's like it's like Jordan Elevens hey, I like, like you walk in them once and you get the I wrinkles I've seen Jay Baller do too many and I thought I could take after him <laughs> even though I weigh like one, yeah, one third his weight shout out Jay Baller shout out to the homie Jay Baller man damn Colin <laughs> hey they're not fucked up I'm just saying I got a no I know they're like... not but still man like a leg press dude see sean this, this is what we do this gives you a little glimpse into what we do with this color man you be killing me man oh my oh, gosh but what uh, otherwise otherwise though colin with the wave runners how do you feel about them just thinking in my head like rich you're, you're crazy for wanting to give them up i understand no i'm, no, I'm the, keeping them i told you I'm yeah, keeping yeah. Them. they're too comfortable even saying off like the thing like i'm gonna i'm just gonna wear them all the time they're just as comfortable as boost they're just as comfortable i think they're more comfortable than than actually boost or uh easy 350 v1s just for the fact that that solid bottom base making it that flat gives it so much more support than anything like i wouldn't really want to try to run in them but for walking around no, all the for time, walking i think they're like they're a1 and they're lighter than they like they look like they would be heavier but like they're, they're super they're light. not yeah they're light as hell i honestly like i'm very impressed with them like i love them like i've wore them since I bought them, like, tons. I have That's to, why like, I said it would be hard for me to get rid of it because, like, I get a lot of wears out of them. Super the comfortable. 700 has at least three fire colorways. Like, you have the Wave Runner. You have that brownish one with, like, yeah, neon yellow. Nice. And then yeah. you have that new red one coming out, which is, you know, it takes some getting used to, but it will grow on people. And I even think that uh, gray one with the pink hits on it, like, that's grown on people, too. So, like, it's just, it's a solid chew. I have never had a pair of Yeezys on foot ever in life. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I'm not like just against them. Like I like Kanye and stuff like that, but I just never. But, like... See, but I don't really like Kanye. No, that, well, but the shoes are so comfortable. It's the only problem. Seven hundreds. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess, you know, everyone's got their preference. And uh, same thing with me, Sean, is that, I remember I got the OG Belugas on Adidas.ca when they first dropped, 
and they were in my size. And I remember I was like, oh, maybe I'll just try them on. They were all, you know, they were super hyped at the time. And as soon as yeah. I put them on my foot, I was like, I do not like the look of this shoe at all on my foot. Were they comfortable? I hear they're comfortable. Yeah, the Boost is definitely comfortable. I'm not going to knock on the, the Boost technology, but I mean, just Yeezys in general for me, like 350s, any 350s, the v, V2s, even like the, yeah, like uh, 700s and stuff like that. Like I just, you know, it was just not something you know, that I liked personally, but I can appreciate that other people can rock them. Hmm. No, I just, I just used to buying stuff like, you know, I like the Nike Yeezy one that came out. I remember wanting those, but when the Adidas came out, I guess I'm just not big on Adidas. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I that, never... that definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say I got, I got nothing against Adidas, man. <laughs> you trying to get some free Adidas's over there, man? <laughs> I don't have anything I... against Adidas anyways, like. The last Adidas I bought was like, uh, I bought like a Adidas James Harden hoop shoe. It was on clearance sale. I bought it and yeah. it hurt my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Nice. Good week, Colin. Sean, what about you? Well, I pretty much buy anything I can touch. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now, now I know why you and Rich get along so well. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Because, you know, if I don't want it, somebody wants it. Let me see. I got the Team Red Dunks that came out on sneakers. I got an 11 low for, uh, like, a friend of mine that lives in a not too far. Is it the 7210 pair? It was the Lilac or what? what, what Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Violet. The Violet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got those and I got the 7210 for a friend mm-hmm. this week. And those, some late shipments hit a couple stores here today. So I was like full size runs at the store today. When I went, I picked up a Yeezy slide today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yellow. And then I was able to pick up a leftover pair that didn't get raffled or they didn't pick it up. I don't know. It was like the onyx or the black colorway is it called onyx onyx yeah yeah Yeah, i got a easy slide today and there's more hold on let me see let's see what else i grabbed oh i got my son a pair of those um black and red jordan one mids with the writing all over it oh they were are they like the breads but yeah but it says this is black plus red equals bread i'm I'm gonna try to erase that off the midsole somehow i don't like that it says that yeah yeah oh i didn't even know those dropped already oh okay yeah they came out um last like wednesday oh okay yeah something like that that. i think on the 11th or something like that they came out remember kev american Uh, drops and canadian drops right now are all over the place different yeah no i know that but i mean i didn't see anything like i didn't see anybody post that they got them or anything i usually do see stuff like that so i grabbed the kid size in those chili nines mm. yeah 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 i tried to get a men's size in town but stores were like oh our shipment in men's sizes hadn't come yet so i wasn't able to get uh any men oh actually i did buy a men's because they restocked this weekend, I think on Foot Locker or or JD Sports. So I have a men's size on the way in that. And I bought my daughter a pair of dunks. They're like 
pink kind of i think they're called archeo pink or something yeah, like Arche- that yeah archeo pink yeah yeah i got my daughter a pair of those for my youngest daughter and i picked up the navy sixes for a friend not not for myself though and that's it for pickups i don't really get to like go back and hunt for the older stuff like i used to because it's like shoes come out every two days now so <laughs> yeah like, yeah <laughs> What I've been wearing lately, I wore, I'm going to say 90% of the time, I'm in like whatever slide is right there at my doorstep. It'll be some Nike slides. Sometimes it's my wife's Walmart Crocs, whatever. (laughs) Go-tos. Go-tos. Whatever is right there I can jump in and do. But uh, I usually wear Kobe's too. I've been wearing this Kobe 8. It's like black and blue. I don't know the color, if it has like a colorway name. It's like, it's one of those team packs, I think. It says PP on the box. I have no idea. And then I wore 08 Zoom Flight 95s. Those Ooh. J Kids were. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought they were coming out last week, but maybe they just came out overseas. So, but I was like, let me go ahead and bust these before everybody has them. And, you know, <laughs> It was like my second time wearing them and I worked like five hours in them and almost passed out. My feet hurt so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> Did they hold up though? Like how was the, how the upper yeah, and the midsole? Yeah. They, they didn't separate or I didn't have any oh, okay. issues like that. It was just painful, not comfortable. Like the grip that it had on the side of my, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what what size are they? They're a size 11. And originally when I bought them in 08, I bought an 11 and a half. But like in, I think it was like 2010, I went to wear them and they were too big. I ended up selling them to a friend and my other homeboy, he had like four pairs of them. I was like, man, let me buy one of those size 11. That reminds me of another pickup that I forgot about. I, I bought those uh, Supreme, the black. The 95s? Supreme. The black joints? Ooh. Yeah, I got the black one. I like those. But after remembering <laughs> how bad my foot hurts, I don't think I'm going to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even try on the Supreme one, so you don't know if it, maybe it's the, you know, the older pair just fits a little bit more tighter. When I was wearing them, I made a post on my Instagram account. I was like, my feet hurt bad. And like a couple people replied. And I was like, I hope the 2022 pair feels better. I said, I wonder if it does. And buddy of mine was like, they do not feel bad. <laughs> he said, my feet and my back hurt over here. <laughs> it's crazy because like when those came out in 95, like every NBA player was wearing them. I know everybody in my high school was wearing them. Like those were like the shoe to rock when those came out. And at that time it was considered like, you know, top of the line technology, I guess, type of shit back then. And now we're complaining that, you know, this shit hurts after five hours, right? <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's my foot, but it was like four people responded to my IG story and was like, yeah, those have always hurt my feet. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird shoe. Yeah, yeah, I, I just agree. put a, a minute's restriction on them. I'm only can do like two to three hours, no long standing <laughs> periods. But I like, you know, I like the look of the shoe a lot. Yeah, and that was kind of what I was getting is that everybody had that shoe. I remember seeing when Jason Kidd rocked them and I was like, man, those are so dope. Way ahead of its time. And that's what I felt when I saw the shoe. And 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, our tolerance for pain must have been a lot better back then or, you know, the technology was kind of all just as shitty back in the 90s. So, you know, there was no getting away from uncomfortable shoes. They were all uncomfortable. At that point, you might have been willing to put up with some uncomfortable shoes because you liked the way they looked, right? That's right, yes. I mean, I'm still putting up with uncomfortable shoes because I like the way they look, though. I do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in that same same boat. I'm guilty. Like you said, you plan out your day for those pairs where it's like, yo, you can't be on your feet. Like, you know, if I know I'm going to be in the car, I could get away, you know, with certain pairs where I can't be on my feet. Like, I'm walking to the car inside, back to my car, you know, to another store, same thing. Then I'm like, I can get away with some pairs, yeah. you know, so you just got to be cautious with it. I think back then, too, because we were growing as well. Our bones were not as stiff. You know, we getting older. So that oh. definitely plays a factor into it as well, where we could tolerate a lot of those Jews, man. Because, yeah, some of them, for me, the Penny 2. Yo, the Penny 2? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I put them shits on the other day. I was telling these guys, yo, I walked right back upstairs and put them shits right back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> It take it, it, it take a couple hours before the the pain hit me, but after I took those J kids out, I'm telling you, my feet were hurting for like two days after. Facts. I was That's like, facts. oh my god. To the point, it's like you don't even want to wear another shoe. You're just gonna be in slippers for like the next two days because your foot needs to recover, man. Like I couldn't do it. I was like, yo, I can't do this today. I literally took them off and I just threw them right back in the box, man. I'm like, I'm not doing this today, man. It's crazy. I don't know. And that was a shoe I could wear all the time. I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's just age, man. Like, my feet are just like, nah, bro. I think the uh, only other shoe that <laughs> I wore that I can remember, I wore um, Air More Up Tempos, the Pippin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wore just the original black and white colorway. That's like one of my favorite shoes. And I was like, ah, oh, 72 tens are coming out. I'll, I'll throw these Pippins on. Shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that pair I love. That pair's comfortable. I felt, yeah. I feel, I could wear those all day. Yeah, nice. Good week, Lots of good pickups. Lots of good assists too. Yeah, yeah. Got the family laced up. Got some homies laced up. Nice. I will be pretty short this week. Whereas I had my all red Air Force Ones. I know we talked about the monochromatic phase that sneakers went through in like 2015. So an all red pair of suede Air Force Ones that I wear every once in a while. I wore my shattered backboard one lows. Haven't nice. worn those in a while. Nice little yeah. summer wear. Nike free run threes. Okay. Something a little bit different. Yeah. Again, another cheap pair that I don't wear all that often, but they're super comfortable. <clears throat> Something nice to throw on after golf. Air Max One Atmos. Air Jordan 7 Raptors. The 2012, 13, 2012, I think. 2012, right. I think, yeah. Yeah. That pair, blue game twelves, the um, the ninety seven, the oh, yeah, that ninety seven thirty six pair with the sick face on it. Love that pair, the suede joints or new yeah. whatever you want to call them. Such a good pair. I also wore my anniversary red Air Max ones. I said I was gonna wear them more, and I've already pulled them out twice since Air Max month, so I'm on track to wear them more. I don't know. I just don't know why I don't wear those. I love Air Max ones. I just never wear that anniversary pair. I don't know if I need another, like a fresh pair to keep in the stacks and then one to just leave at the door and then I'll wear it more. But I just never think to wear that anniversary red pair. I'll wear a ton of other pairs, 
but the anniversary red for some reason i just don't think about so i'm making a conscious effort to wear them this summer you know what? i'm the same way too trev i i look at them all the time like they're yeah. on my shelf and they always draw my attention like i love yeah. that i love that pair the red and the blue one and then I'll look at them like, oh, should I rock these today? And then I just pick something else for some reason. I don't know. But you know what? I'm gonna for you. I'm just, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to rock them more often too. Yeah. There we go. Like I I don't I, I do the same thing. Like I see it in my stacks all the time. I look at it. I'm like, oh yeah, I really like that shoe. I don't want to get rid of it, and I just can't. I don't know for some reason. I just can't bring myself to wear it. So I have uh, never had a pair of Air Max Ones on my foot either. Really? What? <laughs> oh. That's an interesting one. Like, I buy running shoes, but I don't wear a lot of running shoes. So it's like, Mm, like Nike Nike basketball and Jordan, they get so much of my money. Like, it's just like, I like them, but it's like, you don't even wear them and you know you really like them. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I, I remember one time, like, the only pair that I bought, it was probably like 2013. It was like an all gray on gray pair that I bought. And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna keep these and then I ended up selling them later on down the line. And then this year I bought that um what it, it it's like a whole bunch of shit going on, on them. You know what I'm talking about? Like bandana print and they're called the mellow colorway. Yes, this the uh, the concepts, yeah. The concept there, Max. Oh, yeah. Those are nice. Which one did you get? The con you got the mellow? Yeah, I'd rather have like a OG colorway though. I don't, I don't need all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that like, that transitions very nicely into my pickup segment, or as I like to call it, did Trevor pick up the Air Max One Heavy yet? Segment. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I have not picked up the Air Max no. One Heavy yet. <laughs> you have that other one though. That far out is that what it's called? That's the purple one. I yeah, haven't yeah, got any of them. The one I really wanted was the heavy. And the, yeah. I'm a size 12, Sean. So that's the only size that's expensive for them. So I kind of have to. Jordan. I was thinking that the price is hard. That I have stuff that I'm trying to move. I just haven't set out to do it yet. Like I'm, I'm waiting. I found pairs. Yeah. It's not a question of if, it's when. Yeah. yeah. Sean's right. And we talk about this all the time is that like the prices are actually not that bad. Except for Trevor's size. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in comparison, Sean, like I'm looking, I can fit a little bit smaller in Air Max ones. So I'm looking at an yeah. 11 because Kev was telling me that pair specifically fits a little bit big. I'm finding them for about like 388 to 400 Canadian. What was retail on them Canadian dollars? 230? Um, yeah, that uh, it was two. Yeah, it was like 240. 240 Canadian, 245, something like that. So 12 jumps up to like over 500 bucks oh wow and then if you go anything below 11 so like basically anything eight to ten and a half it's basically retail somewhere between 240 and 280 you know i think you can just get two pairs of pandas and trade those you got your i mean that's not a bad idea yeah pandas here pandas here are expensive too they're i see places that are selling for 350 canadian 350 man canadian I forgot. I forgot. I picked up some pandas last week too. Oh, there you go. (laughs) My Foot Locker. I don't know. Like they're doing some weird stuff. Like because everybody's restocking on those pandas and stuff. And yeah, I have a friend that works there, and I think they have like forty pairs in the back, but they sell like two pairs a day or something weird like that. 
I don't know what they have going. Yeah, on. it must be. You're you're right though. I feel like they're kind of like they're vaulting them or something, and they're just like, you know, every day yeah. they have like a limit of the amount that they can sell because the next day they've got more pairs, and the next day after that yeah. there's more pairs. And I walked in, and uh, because at first they were like doing them on like Saturdays after five because there's like this family of resellers that show up like 10 deep. I call them the terror squad. They show up like <laughs> 10 deep and they just, I'm telling you, wiping stuff out. Like, so the day that I picked up the pandas, I grabbed the pandas and I grabbed, it was like a women's orange paisley they had also. Oh I yes, yeah, yeah. The, pa- the swoosh is paisley, but it's orange. Yeah, it's an orange colorway, yeah. Yep, and now that I think of it, they had like two more dunks. A couple of days later, they had a red high top grade school that I bought for my friend. <laughs> again, but uh, yeah, just get some pandas and trade for those um those heavies. All you gotta do, man. I've, I've got a I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm trying to sell off this summer. I just haven't got around to pulling it all out and photographing it and getting it sold off. <laughs> I hate taking pictures, trying to sell shoes. I have to take pictures. I hate that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't sat down and committed the time to like pull everything out and do that yet. But yeah, again, it's not a, it's not a question of if it's when. So yeah, but well, yeah. Let's hope the price doesn't go up anymore. I'm afraid it doesn't. So no pickups this week, but hopefully Trev will have an update on that heavy pick up and, and add that to his pickups hopefully soon if i'm not going to pick anything up i gotta wait until i get the heavy before i pick anything else up do it man yeah that's me that's my week rich what about you for wares i wore uh the weight runners those 700s i wore the last shot 14s the 06 pair i prefer that pair over the recent retro i know the recent retro is close to the og but i like the ribs um on the 14s so and then the quality on that 06 pair is just different. It's like the velour lining inside, the, the toe box, all of that. I wore the 05 Steel 10s on the weekend as well. Question. And I wore the... Did those 05 Steel 10s, did they have the squeaky, squeaky soles on them or no? No squeaking? Nah, no squeaking, man. I'm good. Okay. Shout, shout out to the homie Konoski. I got them DS and they started to separate on me. So I got them re-glued, and maybe that's the reason why I don't get the squeaky shit, <laughs> at least yet. <laughs> yeah, the re-glue definitely um, probably helped those out. Yeah, because I've had some of the newer, the newer 10s, like the Chicago pair, and that shit, the worst. They squeaked? Yeah, the squeaking. I actually got rid of those because of that. I wonder why they do that, man. My, I'm telling you, it sounded like my friend just hopped out of pool with his shoes on. He was and just walking. Home. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I was getting embarrassed. Like, you know, you walk in the store and your shoes is just like, it's loud as fuck. <laughs> Yo, I'm one of those dudes. I hate when like it's raining and I come into the store and it's like my shoes is making mad noise. I get mad embarrassed like because it's just drawing so much attention to me. For the 10s, it was doing that shit. I'm like, bro, it's never raining. Like, what's, what's going on? Yeah, I got rid of those. Those had to go after that. Thankfully, um, yeah, the old five pan, and it might be might be because of the re-glue, um, but they're good. I don't really got that issue. But yeah, I definitely feel you on that. That shit's annoying. And then I wore the, the Stussy Harachis. Love that pair as well. So I love Harachis. Harachis are probably one of my faves in terms of like just walking, very comfortable. That's um, the uh the pair that dropped last year. Yeah, the oak oak wood is kind of like that tannish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, brown pair, buddy, yeah. My buddy has those. That's a nice pair. Yeah, man. Quality is dope on that too. 
But yeah, I love it. I just love the the color blocking and everything on it. And like I said, I love Hirachi. So naturally, you know, it's a, it was a goal for me. In terms of pickups, another pair I kind of was trying to loop back around for, and you don't see them too often. So Colin, they back. Oh, nice. Yes, sir. So all of mine. What year is yeah, that? 2012. Yeah, I got the old two pair, but as we know, those are no longer. I had to put those to rest. <laughs> so I needed uh, one of these. I have a, this is actually my third goal on this pair. I got them when they initially dropped. Colin actually passed on them. I called them. This is probably the only shoe I camped <sighs> out for. And I camped not all night. Camped out for a few hours back in 2012. Very sentimental pair to me. I had this pair in high school back in 02. So when they were doing the drop again, I had to have them. Um, yeah, so I camped out for a few hours. Got my pair. Called Colin. Yo, they got an, I think it was an 11. An 11, He's but like, I thought I had a 10 and a half. I didn't know my sizing for Jordan 9s was an 11. Yeah, so he passed up on them. <laughs> and so he didn't get them. The pair I got was actually a 10. The Jordan 9s, they're very finicky in terms of sizing. I feel like from size 10 to 11, literally there's no difference. It all feels the same. <laughs> so I had to get rid of them because the 10 was killing my pinky toe. Like my pinky toe was just not having it. And the Jordan 9s, they hurt my feet bad too. Yeah. It feels so good to me, but I just needed an 11. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is with the sizing with that pair. So after I got rid of that, I ended up locking down. That's when I grabbed my first pair from 02. I got those DS. Uh, they were 10 and a half. And honestly, the Jordan 9s from 02, they just, they feel totally different than the new ones. Literally walking yeah. on pillows. I got the French Blues as well from O2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just honestly like so comfortable, man. So comfortable. And then, yeah, I, I was able to get back another 10. You know when you know when you get a shoe and it's like, you know the size ain't gonna work, but it's like, yo, you love the shoe so much, you're just gonna grab it back. So that's what happened. I got the 10 back of the 2012, and then I had to sell them because it just, it, it, it wasn't right, man. So... Yeah. I was able finally to track down a pair local. So ended up scooping those. It's one of those shoes. It's like auto cop for me. Like I see them, I'm getting them. I bought those back in 2012, but it was like, I shouldn't have bought them in the first place because it was like, my wife had just quit her job to go back to school. And I think we buying a house and it was, it was like, I shouldn't be buying shoes, but I bought the shoes, the matching jacket, socks. <laughs> 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 Yo, calm oh, down, yeah. think later, man. Calm hey, down, think later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I ended up selling them. I still have the jacket and the socks for some reason, though. I'll still have that brand new with the tag, so I need to get rid of that. I, I'll hit you if you want it, man. Oh, yo, you already know. You just, you even, yo, shoot me some pics, bro. Definitely, I'll take those off you. Hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, that's um. I got a bunch of pickups, but I'm gonna just stagger them. So I figured I'd go because I got you on. I was like, I'm gonna go with the Olive Nine. So was the 2012 DS that you just got? No, they but they were lightly worn, man. The dude I got them for, he said he wore them probably like four times. And honestly, yeah, about four times. Jumpman still intact, no creasing because the leather, this pleather shit is just bullshit. I was um, just making sure you didn't pay 700, man. No, no. Nah, nah, oh, come on, man. Come on. We don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. Okay. I got these for three thirty. Good price. Yeah, great price. Yeah, and that's I'm Canadian. Local, I'm local. That's Canadian dollars too, right? Canadian. Yeah, that's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's like that's like fifty dollars US. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yo, because yo, it's crazy though because the price on these 
It's ridiculous. It's like like ridiculous. A DS pair of 700 or something Crazy. like that. Crazy. And, and me, nobody nobody wanted these. Nobody. Yeah, in 02, they were at outlets or they were just like $50 in the store. I remember because my, my friend, he bought them. He dyed the olive part black. I did the same shit with mine. Yeah. <laughs> the black and just got another <laughs> pair. Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> and honestly, when you look at the quality, you compare the two, it's like night and day. Like literally between the leather, the color of the olive, night and day. Anyhow, fuck. This is great. Yeah, now it's all about you. Kev, let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's get into it. So, of course, we have uh, we have Sean. So, appreciate you uh, joining us uh, for this episode. But let's, you know, let's just find a little bit about your history first. So, you know, for our listeners, tell us a little bit where your sneaker journey began. So, you know, some of your favorite brands, models, colorways that kind of got you into sneaker collecting and, and building up your collection. So I would say my sneaker journey started, I want to say I was four years old. Young and okay. For me, it's like when shoes started mattering for me, like when I started noticing shoes, you know, I was, I was four, I was sitting on the porch playing and I remember that I had some LA gears, right? And <laughs> nice. they were light up Carl Malone's. It had the, the mailman stitched on the back of the shoe, it said mailman stitched on the heel. And I think the stitching was either purple or it was like a gold, like a shiny gold. And they were black and purple and they lit up. And and I just felt like I was in the NBA when I had those on, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, give me the ball so I can go deliver the mail. (laughs) (laughs) So those was like, because anything, whatever I had before that must've been like super trash, like stuff that (laughs) not even on the radar, right? So that was my first signature shoe was that LA gear Carmel So that's the first one that I remember having shoe that mattered. After that, man, I got my first pair of Nikes, like third grade, these black and jungle green Nike Vapor Mid is what they were called. I think they were Nike Vapors or Nike Vapor Mids. They were like black and uh, green and they were, weren't what Brett Favre was wearing, but it was like a downgraded version, you know, the takedown version, I think is what people call them. Okay. And uh, to me, I'll, I think they had they had like a little bitty air bubble on the on the hill because you know it was grade school so I had the little doing <laughs> it so I had those and then it was pretty much no turning back after that I got my first like Nike basketball shoes fourth grade it was the Penny Two he was my favorite player you know and then because my dad was taking me to like Mervins and buying me like feelers and stuff that wasn't what I needed because now I've already had the Nikes y'all already gave me a taste of Nike yeah so I can only have so many more feelers now so but I had like the penny two and then I had a Grant Hill feeler that I did like it was I think it was the Grant Hill threes and um I had um started getting like Pippins and then my first pair of Jordans was in like fifth grade fifth grade I had the flu game those are first pair of Jordans I ever had and so 12s are some of my favorites I can't really say it's the favorite but I like 12s a lot from there I go to 
middle school. I started working in like seventh grade. So I'm buying my own shoes at that point. And I will say this, this was a phase that many people won't relate to, but I had a phase in there where I was buying FUBU shoes. Yo, FUBU was the shit though, man. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, hey, I had some clean Fubu shoes with the match, matching jerseys. Of course, yeah. Three X jersey. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I got them from Foot Action. They were clean. It was a couple of years I had those, and I had like I was getting Iversons, pretty much all the big signature player shoes. So it wasn't just like straight Nike. But then um. And I want to say like high school, I was doing like a whole bunch of Air Force Ones and stuff like that because I had always like the Jordans. I remember eighth grade, I hooped in the Space Jams. I think Space Jams were like my first pair of 11s I ever had because, you know, I started, I didn't start getting Jordans till fifth grade. So when the Space Jams retro, I had those. And then after that, it was like retros were coming out, but I kind of weren't grabbing Jordans because I don't like having the same shoe on as everybody else. So mm -hmm. I started buying Air Force Ones, but just like exclusive Air Force Ones that like didn't release in my city is what I wanted. So I had a phase in high school where I was just buying like straight exclusive Air Force Ones. I had these, uh, I'm on the hunt for them right now though, but it's like What's the thing that uh they had on MTV spring break type spring it was not spring bling but it was something like that you know what I'm saying on MTV it was a show it was like a spring break special they would have and artists would come and perform anyway yeah yeah, yeah. oh like a it yeah. was the concert yeah yeah Cameron had these high top patent leather black and red Air Force ones with the rose on the side oh okay. <laughs> had to have them so I'm on the hunt for those now but I had those and then um okay so when I was in high school is when I first got introduced to Nike Talk right I was in computer tech class and he pulled up Nike Talk and oh man I lost my mind I said what is this and uh, it was like a whole new world you know because you know I was in a city that's not really like a big city. So me and my friend, we like shoes, but he doesn't like shoes the way I like shoes. I mean, we all like shoes, but he's not obsessed with it the way mm -hmm. that I was. On Nike Talk, you met a whole bunch of like-minded people. Everybody in there is just as passionate as you are about sneakers and the sneaker culture and everything that came along with it. So for me, you know, it really like, took me outside of the bubble that I was in. And it was like just a, a really eye-opening situation to be introduced to that. So right around after the time I got on Nike Talk, because I didn't like have an account, I would just get on there and lurk, you know. <laughs> I was a, a long-time lurker for a while. 2000, like maybe two or something. I had like a, I got an eBay account for the first time. And now I'm older, you know. I know how to respect my shoes more. So the shoes that I had when I was little, the very first shoe that I went and grabbed, it was a shoe that I wanted, right? It was a OG Barry Sanders, the Zoom Turfs, right? Mm -hmm. I grabbed that because, you know, back then my parents weren't buying me that many shoes. So that's a shoe that I always wanted. I got that. 
And then I went back and I grabbed that penny two that I had in fourth grade. I got that in my size. So that was some of my sneaker journey, you know, being able to go back and get the shoes that I wanted. Because, you know, when you start buying shoes, I wasn't in the zone like, oh, yeah, I'm about to start collecting these. No, I just want to, you know, I just want to be fresh and get the shoes that I want that I didn't have growing up or the shoes that I I did have. I want to go back and get those again. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? I agree with you. I think, you know, when we were younger, like you were saying, you're buying all the all the signature shoes. So it didn't matter. It didn't have to necessarily be Jordan. It didn't have necessarily to be Nike. Although you preferred those, you know, you were saying that you were getting the Carl Malone's, you were getting Iverson's, right? Like, you know, and it didn't matter what the brand was. You were kind of sort of gravitated to what maybe your favorite athletes were wearing or what you saw on feet that you thought were dope, right? Yeah. So talking about that and like when you started getting your feet wet into Nike talk and then also getting your eBay account, you know, you obviously started building your collection, like grabbing all the older pairs. So let's talk a little bit about what's in your current, like your current collection. So I noticed, you know, you have a lot of older retros, kind of like Rich's collection, which is super dope. So what's in your current collection? I know you're a Nike guy. I know you're a big Jordan guy. So tell us what you have now. So the point where I started actually collecting would be because I was buying the wrong size in high school. I was buying half a size up because I thought my fit was going to keep growing and it didn't. So I had to, (laughs) I had to pretty much start from scratch in like 2005. So in 2005, this is what happened. Um, I went to my first soul collector event ever because I saw a pair of Air Force Ones online. I was like, oh yeah, these are coming out, but they're only releasing in Chicago, right? So I had to like come up with a grand master plan to go to Chicago. (laughs) I had to go to Chicago on a school day to go get these LeBrons that were coming out. LeBron Air Force One, Chamber of Fear, right? I remember that. Yes, I remember those. So... I'm planning months in advance. Listen, I tell my mom and dad, hey, I joined this AAU team and I got to go to practice. I got practice coming up. I have to go to. So I started going to fake practices and I asked my girlfriend's mom, can she rent me a car? And she said yes. And then she backed out last minute. Oh, no. Jesus, I said, how the fuck am I going to get here? You know, I done told my parents that I got the AU trip. We're going to Chicago and uh, I'm over here doing schemes. I done hustled up all this money. So my friend, you know, he's like, he had like an 88 Honda beat up. He said, man, you want me to take me? I said, yes. He was joking, but I was not. I got got right on MapQuest. You know, we we back in the day. Yeah, I'm on MapQuest. I printed out the directions. I don't know how to read those. I'm hoping he does. <laughs> I gave him a uh, hundred bucks to drive. I put a hundred in his tank. It was like a 10 hour drive. And yeah, man, we, we drove down there. I bought a pair. I gave him a hundred dollars to buy a pair. And we stood in line for like another six hours on the concrete or something like that. And it was a cool experience because those other people that are on the forums and message boards and stuff like that were there. And just to see it in person and be, you know, immersed in it even more. It was like, you know, this is really what I need. But so I copped two pairs of those. I sold one on eBay. 
I made all my money back that I spent going and it was like, man, it was an awesome experience. And yeah. after that, I graduated high school and I got a job at Foot Locker. Everybody went to school and I had two homeboys that worked at the local Foot Locker and they put me on when they were going and I started working at Foot Locker. And so from 2005 on out, this is where my collection is built out from. And it's mostly Nike basketball and Jordan basketball. But I mean, Nike basketball, I think, are my favorite shoes. Like from the 90s, that was like the golden era for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we share the same sentiments too. Like Rich, huge Nike basketball fan. And, you know, I also grew up in that era too. Um, so, you know, like those pairs definitely were ones that I know when I was in high school, I wasn't able to get a lot of them. But, you know, watching basketball all the time too, I was able to see a lot of those pairs on some of my favorite players, but you know, your collection is quite eclectic when it comes to Nike basketball stuff. So, you know, what are some of the more unique pairs that you have, would you say are in your collection in terms of Nike basketball and Jordan basketball stuff? Nike basketball, man, I have OG Penny twos. Cause Penny twos, I would say are my favorite shoes of all time. Right. Okay. So I have, I have OG Penny twos in like full family sizing, except my wife's size. I do not have her size. I think that's pretty unique. You usually, you don't see that too often, you know? Um, the OGs, yeah, all OGs? Yeah, all OGs. That it, is really I'm, unique. I need, like, my son's size. It's like a 10, he wears a 10C. He has, like, the home colorway, though, and we all, everybody else's is the Orlando, I mean, the away. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that's bothering me right now. And then... I have OG Jason kids from um, the Zoom flight fives. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I have those OG. I probably wore those twice. I like I'm proud of those. I have OG air bacons with, you know, the print they got. Uh, the, the one I got rec- uh, about to say recalled, but they, they patched over it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple pairs of OGs and those that I took the patch off because I think it was just glued on there and you can just peel it off. I got some, they're not OG, but I like, like, I think you don't see Pippin twos too often anymore. I got mm-hmm. a pair of Pippin twos. It's not the OG colorway, but I like it. I got OG uh, GPs, OG Paytons. I got an OG Hawk flight and then I have, the OG GP2s, I think. Is that the one that mm-hmm. retroed a couple years ago? Was that the GP2s, right? Mm-hmm. So I got those, the OG Navy blue one that didn't retro. I have that. It was like navy and white. Yeah. And, and, and are they, all these still, are these still all wearable or? We gonna find out because. <laughs> <laughs> listen. The ones that I'm naming, they're like very near DS. Like I've worn all of them, like within the last 10 years, I've yeah. worn them, but it's probably only worn like once or twice. And when I'm wearing, I'm just going to, you know, stun on this lady that's checking me out on Walmart. I'm not really going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really going anywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, yeah. you you like you like to live dangerously like rich but i'm sure you have a backup pair when you're rocking those uh yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, if, like, or if you uh, don't if you don't then you're you're at least close to home i would imagine no yeah 
I have some OG um, Nike Air Barrage, you know, the Marshall Fox. I know they, oh, they re- those are my joints, yeah. man. They retroed recently, and yep. you know, the re- the retro was kind of weird though. But I, I've had this OG pair for probably like maybe since 2010 ish or something like that. But I tried to grab the OG pair, I mean, the retro when they went on sale. And they canceled my order, said it was out of stock. And uh, now the price is above retail. Because I do want them and I'll just have to like customize them to where it kind of looks like the OG. I really just want like the black and white low top is the only barrage that really was just my favorite. Man, I have like other stuff too, like Nike Turf. I like Nike Turf shoes. So I got Dion's, I got Diamond Turf 2's, I got Carnivore's. Stuff like that. The first color diamond, the carnivores, that, that OG color. Uh it's like what is it? Black and purple. What does this say? Yeah, that black purple with the green. Or that like kind of like yeah. I have the I got the white and red one too. I think those are, those are hard. Yeah, those are tough. The, the white and red one I got like for like 20 bucks from um a Nike outlet. And then I have a I have a ton of pennies, a lot of pennies. <laughs> A lot of pennies, man. So, I mean, you you have such a, a crazy collection of OGs and like some some older retros. So, you know, there must be some. I mean, and and you know, you were talking earlier about you know all these pairs that you picked up, but none of them were for you. And you were saying that you can't pick up old shoes like you used to before. So, there must be some pairs that you're still on the hunt for now that have eluded you over the years. Like, I mean, you talked about your son's you know, baby penny too. But you know, what about pairs for yourself that I guess you're still considering like maybe copying, but the price is maybe too crazy or you can't even find some of those ones. Like there's got to be one that you're hunting for. I would have to look on my eBay watch list. You know, I don't eBay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't eBay that much anymore, but there's, there's stuff because I used to be like heavy, like into basketball, like before, I want to say it's before I had my kids, but it was like, I, I used to hoop like five days a week, but now I've only hooped like three times in the last three years. And it's really crazy. Yeah. So Nike basketball, I was really big on, like I'm really big on Kobe's, LeBron's. I was buying KD's for a while. Cause you know, I am in Oklahoma and he had some good ones in there, but then his line kind of got crazy. I am on the hunt for, it's a Kobe I want to say it's a Kobe 6 East LA All-Star game. It's like a purplish blue colorway. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I know I want those really bad. I want um, a Jordan 23 Titanium and Finale. I need those still. Those are tough. I need those, man. You got those? I don't. What size? (laughs) I, and they're up there in price, though. That titanium bit. You say that, but you just spent what you spent on those olives. If you like, as much stuff that comes out, if you just don't buy maybe five pairs, I could, I could have, I could buy my titaniums. You know what I'm saying? Because I think they were like a thousand or they're like a thousand. Like yeah, they're on that ballpark. Yeah. But just to spend that much in one lump sum is like, you know, I feel you, (laughs) you know, but I'm sure I could trade those pandas, move those pandas and move some stuff around, you know, I I can make it happen. And that's kind of like. (laughs) 
that's 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 kind of like the weighing option is you know I'll I can buy five pairs right for a thousand bucks or I could buy this one pair for a thousand bucks but which one would you prefer more like would you be able to wear those five pairs would you enjoy those five pairs more or would you rather have that titanium so those are the two things that you kind of have to look at when you make those kind of like crazy crazy purchases I know it's not for everybody but you know you kind of yeah, have to think right like just just move some pairs man funny that titanium pair doesn't want a local pair. But yeah, it's eight and a half, man. But it's going for fourteen hundred. Yeah, it's a beautiful true. shoe, though. There's a dude on IG that I know. Uh, he uh, he tried to like trade me the titaniums for like some laser fours that I had, or, or the white something. laser or the black. I got both. I think I just had the white one at the time. Maybe I don't. I, I'm not sure. But he wanted to trade something. I don't know. He's heavy into OGs, OG stuff too. Oh, another thing that I'm proud of in my collection, I got, it's the only OG set that I have. I have uh, the OG 12. So I told you that was my first Jordans I ever had. Mm-hmm. I have a complete set of that. That's the only thing. Oh, wow. That's, OG that's nice. that I have. Yeah. And so, well, I, you know what? Getting into, getting, I know, you know, you, I know you're talking about like a lot of the older basketball stuff. So I, I, I kind of wanted to ask you, like, do you like, older retros do you like newer retros or do you prefer ogs if you're gonna cop anything like let's say 12s for example right like would you get like a a, you know one of the older retros that are kind of like mid 2000s or would you get like would you rather the i mean you have the whole og set but like would you prefer that or you know sometimes they're coming out with these new colorways even like that are not og colors and they're the new retros like which would you prefer well i think i would prefer the og one or the uh, older retro i think more inclined to that but honestly like ret- like if we're talking about retro jordans retro jordans really don't excite me anymore like they used to because mm-hmm. it's like all the time they, they they drop so frequently they come out like uh, what you know when we were younger they would come out maybe like w- once or like not when we were like kids but like just young adults like yeah. maybe early 20s you know, you probably get like one or two releases a month, maybe. Two was a lot, you know. And I'm I'm talking about two pairs of retros, not like like the other stuff in between there. But um now it's like they come out like t- ten pairs a month type stuff. And it's like, I don't know, man. The newer the newer retros, some of them are shaped weird to me, like they'll be shaped weird or the material I like maybe on the other ones, but they just don't really excite me anymore. Like a retro Jordan. Some of them do though. Like these white militaries that are coming. I like that black military, maybe is mm-hmm. what they're calling it. Black military, I, do, yeah. I do like those. And I don't really even like white shoes that much, but I, I do like those, but I don't know. I think, but if it's like a retro Nike from the nineties, like um, a Griffey or a, tempo or something like that i like that i'll i'll get that mm-hmm. yeah the retro jordan man i'm i'm not really like just grabbing those like that that much yeah. anymore so i guess it's a combination of like oversaturation plus like the changes of shape and quality right and then you know maybe like uh, they're just i guess you know you're you're looking for older stuff anyways right so yeah man i think the oversaturation is probably the uh biggest part though yeah 
but I mean, and, and you did have a lot of the older ones too. So there had to have been some retros that you were excited to see come back though, right? Like, uh, you know, this year they had what playoff 12s that came back, right? You know, did you pick those ones up for example? I did. I did pick those playoffs up. I grabbed those. Yeah. You, you know, it's, a, it's an OG colorway. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the classic, the, like, there's like, there'll be like 200 pairs of Jordans that come out a year and maybe like one or two of them, maybe, or a handful. I'll say a handful will be like, okay, those are some must haves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. No, but, and that's kind of what I was getting at is that, like, you know, we, I think we've come to a point in our collection where, you know, you got a lot of the the older stuff, OG retro stuff, or sorry, the OG stuff. And even though it may not be wearable, sometimes you look at the newer ones. Like I know Rich talks about this all the time and he's like, man, I just can't do that shape anymore. I mean, I just can't do the shape that they've done or maybe they've changed up some of the materials or even a little bit of the colors. Like we talked about the Flynn 7s that came out. I know Trevor likes them because he likes the dark gray, but you know, Rich would say, I don't like that gray. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to pick and choose and, the playoff 12 was an OG colorway that came out. Right. But, um, you know, had you not had preference for 12s, right. Or yeah. you know, OG colorways, you may not have picked those up. Right. That, yeah. That playoff 12, it did have some kind of funny shape to it, but it I did. got them. It yeah, did. Man. Like, like, listen, when I pulled them out the box, I said, man, these are this kind of banana. I don't know if it was banana. <laughs> it was like a banana shoe, man. Listen, because, because I got the I got the OG in that, and I have the 20, what was 04? it, 2012? Yeah. Or no, 2012. I don't, I don't, the 04, I don't. I've never had the 04. The 04 is but beautiful. The, uh, I had the 2012, and I was like, man, these shit's just kind of weird but i mean <laughs> like, you gotta look past it man like i was it. thinking okay i'll buy these and i'll get rid of the 2012 i rocked the 2012 a couple times and i rocked my og this year and it did not crumble which was good yeah. and but i was like man i could just get more wares out of this new version okay absolutely yeah. it, it looks kind of funny to me right now but what i i'm in flip-flops 90 percent of the time anyway so <laughs> well i mean along those same lines too i mean i'm sure that there are pairs in your collection that you know you can't wear anymore and you're hoping that maybe you can get a retro and they haven't done a retro yet so is there a pair in your collection or maybe even that you you never owned that you just need to see them come back because you need that pair like for example i'll give you an example i know i know you're a penny guy i know rich is waiting for those penny ones to come back in the orlando colorway yes, sir. Right? and then also they're doing the the all white one too like the the home one right pair. Yeah. and that one's never yeah. that was never released so yeah. i know rich is patiently waiting for that I think it's the fact that maybe it never releases why I want it. But like I said earlier, man, I'm not like super big on shoes that are majority white. Mm. Like I remember I grabbed the, uh, I, I buy them though. Like I have a, like a lot of white shoes, but when I wear them, it's like kind of weird. Cause I remember I was wearing the white in motorsports sixes, right? I looked down and I just kind of felt like Pee Wee Herman or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, white. Yo, that motorsport pair though, I will yeah. say it does look weird. Like the color, like the color blocking with the yeah. white and the black. Like it just it does look a little bit funny. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I've had that motorsport pair two yeah. times. The fucking quality is out of this world. Like that leather yeah. is like butter. It's good quality, man. But there has to be a, I mean, there has to be a pair that you're you're like 
man, when are they going to, it's like, so for I, me, I do, I do want that penny one, that home penny one, because, you know, just the fact that it's never come out when I was like in my lifetime of buying shoes, like when I was able to buy my own shoes, it hasn't retro, like every other penny one, like I have like that Orlando one I'm excited about. I have a couple pairs of them, but I still, I, I would buy that shoe every time it came out, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I'm trying to think of what, is something that hasn't come out that I need. I need a lot of stuff, though. Oh, but- <laughs> what if, oh, I got one for you. And I know you said you have the, the complete set. And I know a lot of people is waiting for this. What about that Cherry 12? I have the, yeah, I have the OG, the tab. The tab is cracked on my OG, but other than that, it's very crispy. I have a 09. Oh, yeah. I had I had the 09 DS, and um, I think I wore it once, and then I sold it to some dude for like 500. He was begging me for him, man. I think I was under the impression that the white that they were supposed to come back. I think they were supposed to come back. It was like it was a rumor. It was a rumor. Yes, that dirty rumor. It said, (laughs) I said, it said white and red twelves coming back, and I think they were the colorway that was flipped. It was the reverse. Yeah, it was the reverse. Son of a bitch. I said, oh, well, yeah, I got to break some necks. So when those red and white ones, so when the reverse came out, man, I just busted them again. And then I sold them after that. I was like, man, I'm not wearing these anyway. And I I think at the time, when did that reverse color come out? I think my daughter had just been born. And I was like, man, I'll just take the money. And then I ended up getting another pair of 09 cherries from a friend of mine. Man, he sold me a whole bunch of shoes for like 40 bucks each. But um, they need to be re-glued. But other than that, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, my pair needs to be re-glued. Kanoski. Yeah, the, 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 the toe is separating the side panel. But other than that, they're good. And the good thing about 12s is they don't crumble. Like, them things is tanks. So it's usually the tab you get the cracking. But other than that, like, it's good to go. I usually beat those up in the winter as a winter shoe if I gotta go out and something like throw a pair yeah. of 12s on right yeah and I, I know that cherry 12 everybody's waiting for that that retro right what's there. some what's some other retros like some other colorways that had dropped that for I'm the 12 no nah, just in, in, in general that like haven't seen a proper retro yet there, well, there's not really a lot when you think yeah. about it. No, 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 me, like we're, miss, we're missing one, and I know I think Kev's about to say it. Yeah. So I'll let I'll, okay, I'll let you finish, Kev. <laughs> For me, it's that military blue Jordan. Oh, the military blue force with the, with the Nike Air on the back because they've done all of them and with the Nike Air on the back. And even though military blue has dropped in 07 and twenty twelve. Uh, after the OG, they haven't done it with the Nike Air in the back. So that's the one pair that I'm looking forward to. And I know I've mentioned this many, many, many times on our episodes before. And every year it's like, okay, I see a post at the beginning of the year saying the military blues are coming back in 2020, 2021, 2022. Like, and they never happen. So, so well, that's you got the golf Got the golf oh, yeah, they got the, yeah. They, sorry, the golf shoe came out. Yeah, are they coming? Are they coming this year or no? 
because I thought this said military. Then I seen we seen black military instead. So I don't know. Are they still coming or no? You know what? I'm not holding my breath right now. <laughs> I've been doing that for the last two years. I think I'm just gonna like wait until I see official pictures before I get excited. Because every time I see military blue with Nike years rumored to come back this year, then it never comes out. So do I was you uh, do you have like the 2012 and like the 06 pair or anything like that? I have the 06 pair and it's beat to shit. And the you know those blue tabs on the that connect to the wings that's cracked off. Yeah, the bubbles like basically, you know, you can't you can't see through it at all. It's like basically cloudy as shit. And then I skipped on the 12, 2012. Twenty twelve was awful. It was a terrible release in terms of quality. And I was like, I still had my 06 pair that was holding up at the time. So I was like, mm. oh, I'll just I'll just wait. And then yeah, they just never came out with Nike Air. And I know those tabs exist because they came out on that fucking top three Jordan Four or, or what the Jordan Four. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. see the blue, I see the blue tab for the Nike Air on the back. I'm like, should I just swap that onto like a 2012 pair? But no, I just I'll wait, I'll wait. I think a a pair that I regret not getting when they came back out was a cool gray four. I did not get that, and I really like I like really like gray shoes, like charcoal Ooh. grays, like Ooh. my favorite like color. I'm a huge gray fan person. And you know what? I have the I have the OG cool gray fours too. And I bought those used. I remember Rich was there too when I bought those. And I passed on the most recent release because um, I still have those ones. Yeah. But then I had them rest- repainted by our restore guy here, Kanatsuki. And he was yeah. like, listen, you these are not going to last much longer, man. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, I had already yeah. passed. And this is after I had already passed on that newest release. And I'm like, shit, I should have just bought it. Yeah, and that, that price just keeps going onward and upward. My pair is like very near DS, but I started rocking it whatever year that the, the directions were coming. And then my paint shipped on me, but I regret not getting those. And, oh, I'd like to see the black and chrome eight come out. But yeah. the way they looked in 02, the, the nude, whatever the fuck came out in 2015, that was <laughs> that was some bullshit right there. <laughs> there you go. And that's exactly what I mean. I mean, like, you know, Jordan brand has been tweaking things here and there. And, yeah. you know, like, even though we had an 06 retro for the military blues and the 2012, like, you know, the quality was bad or whatever the case is, like they need a proper retro back to the way that you remember it because yeah. you know, there are some pairs that you see and you're just like, man, what the fuck is this? I was waiting for a retro for this. And then it yeah. just didn't come out the way that you wanted to. Like a lot of people nah, talked about yeah. those Jordan 8 Aquas when those retroed and had the gray panels on it. Like I know Rich was talking a lot of shit about that and I got them too and they were kind of like sparkly and I remember I ended Fucking up selling fairy those. dust all in the midsoles. Like, uh, I sold yeah. those too, so... Yeah, for sure. But aquas you know. were crazy. In 07, I bought five pairs of those aquas, man. I like those. And Damn. then they, they came out in 2015. And I think I got one. And they were they were different. I, I think I traded somebody a 07 pair for that new pair. And then I ended up not even keeping it though. But isn't that sparkly shit? Is that supposed to be closer to the OG? Yeah, it's or? closer to the OG. Yeah, it's close. That 2015 pair. It's closer to the OG than that 07 pair. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean, though. Like, I always say, like, Jordan brand, sometimes when they make the tweaks, it's for the better. Because I, I personally think, like, that 07 pair, the shape, the gray is not as light on the heel. And then it doesn't yeah. have that fucking fairy dust shit in the midsole. I think um, the fairy dust, to me, I, that didn't make or break it for me. But I do like the shade of 
purple they used on the 2015. Yes. I do because the because after looking at the 07 pair again and it, it was like the purple on that it had like a real sheen to it but I still mm-hmm. I still like them I don't have all those five pairs anymore I think I, I hooped in one I worked in one I traded one I gave well I only have like one good pair of those now mm-hmm. but another shoe that I'd like to see come out I'd like to see the college blue 17s oh, come back. Wow. Kevin knows. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, talking about pairs holding up, that was one pair for me last year that I rocked, and it cracked on me. What condition were they in before they cracked? Well, I had them for quite a while, actually. Um, so I bought the OGs when they came out, and then, I mean, those never retro, right? And then my brother had stolen them from me without asking, and he balled in them, and then I found them in his car under the seat. But you know, like when you move the seat back, yeah, it was like crushed under there, like as if somebody pulled the seat back and didn't know the shoe was there, and oh it was like crammed God. in the track of the seat. <laughs> and I pulled it out, and it was all fucked up. I said, "You know what? I can't even look at this right now. You keep these shits." Like, and I ended up getting another pair back eventually from a friend of mine who had a pair, and it was—I want to say it was maybe about like an eight out of ten. And I cleaned them all up and everything. And I tried to wear them as often as I could, which wasn't super often, but maybe like three times a year or something like that. And just last year, I was I was looking at them and I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to wear these. And as soon as I started walking and I didn't walk far, that blue part where the classic was, it crushed. And inside the dust all started falling out too from the air bubbles. So in terms of condition, how it was when I wore them, they were in good condition. They just hadn't been worn a lot. Yeah, that'd be one that uh, that I'd like to see come back. And I can't really think of too much more, man, because most of like the I got, is... oh, I always oh, pull oh. these out, but I got the these are the OG Chromes. Seventeen, seventeen, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can see like the black part. It's like it looks like kind of like it's sweating, and that's what happens. You see it? Yep, I see it. I know exactly, and it's sticky. Yeah, yeah. it's sticky as hell. Yo, I put these shits on, this shit's going to explode, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what happened to mine. Yeah, man. So, oh, look at that. Your With the receipt. Oh, so, Sean has just busted out the briefcase that it comes in. He's got the receipt there. Retail price, two, over 200 right? That was the first one that came. The peel sticker is still on it. So, that's completely crazy. They DS. sweating, though. I see them sweating. Yeah. yeah, they are. Where's the CD? I don't see the CD. <laughs> Oh, there it is right there. Every, everything's still intact. I still have my... That's, um, that's crazy. Honestly, yo, I, I always say, especially with, like, the OG stuff, like, I wish shoes could just last forever, man. So, Sean, like, that's your DS pair? This is my... Oh, yeah, see the crack? Yep, there you go. I've, I've actually worn these once, I think. Maybe once or twice. Let me see. Let me show you. Yeah, see? I've worn them. I'm scared to yeah, wear them right again, man. I'm scared oh, no, to no, wear don't them. Put those, don't put, yo, Sean, don't put those back on. Don't ever put those on. Don't ever put those on. Nah, man, I got yeah. to. Oh, my well, gosh. This, just just be prepared for this. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Listen, now, if, if I'm sitting down, though, I feel like I'll be good. <laughs> you know what? Uh, so I'll, I'll give you a little bit of advice, too, on that pair, because when the day that the, the, these blew out... I heard the crunch and I didn't really know what that was. I just thought it was like a, something on the street that I had stepped on. And then after I kept walking, I felt it getting a little weird. So I looked at it and I saw that it was cracked. And at that point, 
I started walking on my tippy toes. So if you're going to wear them, either be sitting down or you have to walk on your tippy toes. So someone like Trev would probably get away with wearing those pairs. Oh, yeah. For I only, couple of years. only walk on and my it, toes. So they'd last yeah. forever for me. Yeah. And it's crazy because I put these up. Like they were still wearable when I put them in a display case. You can't even see, but look at the cracks. It's already cracking. Yeah. And that's just from sitting there, like in a display case. And it's literally, I got fucking cracks in this plastic and it's sweating. So, yeah. but I I'm on the, I actually want the retro of this pair. I love the Copper 17. So that's probably be one of the next cop for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Sean, you more, you, you more dangerous than me, my guy. Ooh, we had the lows. He's got the 17 lows. Carolina joints. I need the lightning 17s back. Yes. That's what that's one that I need. There you go. There you go. Because I had it in like 2012. And then uh when my wife went back to school, I was like, man, it had like a nasty crease in it. So I just I went ahead and sold it. And I sold it for like 80 bucks. It was really crazy. And I need them back though. And Sean, Sean is hurting our feelings right now. He's busting a lot of these Ooh, Jordan. Yo. Jordan Sean, face era boxes. I yo, that is the last piece to my OG sixteen collection. Is fucking that pair right there? That so is Sean my is, last piece. Sean is holding up the sixteen lows, the black, lows, black. black and chrome. These are the, these are the OGs too, right? They're not even the the, the those are the OGs. It's not man. from the CDP pack, right? So no, that's the OG right there. That's the list. That's the missing piece to complete my OG sixteen pack. I have a, a size nine that is not it's not in like terrible condition but it's also a size nine you know what i'm saying yeah that's crazy that was, yeah those are some good picks though in terms of pairs that definitely need retros back because that jordan face box era had some crazy unmatched. gems yeah that that, that era is oh, unmatched in my opinion crazy gems one other thing that i would like to see is like i'm not like super big on jordan nines but I like a low top Jordan Nine with patent leather on it. So that pearl blue one. Pearl pearl blue nine, bro. Or I would take some Marshall Falk player exclusive low top nines. Mm, okay. Ew. I'm waiting for a donor. <laughs> he just opened it up like a jar. <laughs> He's holding up the pearl Jordan Nine lows. Pearl nines. Oh, What's wrong with your pair? It's just completely oh. separated. <laughs> he just he just literally took the upper from the mid the top right off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it's a convertible. It's a convertible version. I was like, "What's wrong with him?" It looks fine. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. I just need a donor for this pair, man. I'm just looking to grab a donor because I got these DS. The upper is mint. It just needs a new midsole. That's it. Yeah. But I guess Very that's crazy. you know that's. Those are the perils of having some of these older retros, right? As much as we love them and we like, you know, we like the quality, some of the colorways, you know, eventually they're going to fall apart, right? So those cracks. Wait, those, wear your kicks, I mean, man. Wear your, kicks, me, man. wear your kicks. I try so, Sean, to, but every, every time I try to, they fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The perils, definitely. But uh, yeah, Sean, so you mentioned you got three kids, right? Yeah. So you, get, so you have a son, you have two daughters? Yeah, yeah, one son and two daughters. One son, two daughters. So I, I, I always like to, to find out what's in our guest kids' collection too, because you know I have a son and he's amassed quite a collection. And Rich has four kids, you know, three boys and a girl. So you know you can imagine how many sneakers his family goes through. But uh, what are some of the pairs that 
your kids are rocking like uh, what are in their collection so i mean let's start first you know when they were younger when you were buying them sneakers and stuff like that like were you building their collection okay so my kids sneaker journey started in 2005 mm-hmm. okay and i didn't have my first kid till like 2015 but i was <laughs> like man i don't know if uh these are still be coming out <laughs> yeah by the time i have kids and you know, so I better just go ahead and start buying them now. So I've been buying baby shoes since 2005. And they have a pretty good, like, it's not crazy collection, but the hand-me-down game is pretty good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, I know what you're saying, so, for sure. So like I said, I got those OG Penny 1s for my kids. I mean, Penny 2s. OG Penny 2s and kids. And then I have OG 16s in uh, babies. I got uh, OG Space Jams. And uh, soft bottoms. I have aquas from 08, I think it was. Or no, it might have been. Yeah, it was it was the 08 aqua that I had. And then um, I have like right now I'm trying to think what my daughter is in right now. My youngest. So she's in a 3C right now. She's been wearing um, 09 Space Jams, black and chrome eights, the 2015 one or whatever. Yeah. See, because that didn't have the shitty midsole and stuff. It's a soft mm-hmm. bottom. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, though she has those, she wore um, Bordeaux Sevens. She has Fire Red Five, she wore also. So, that's what she's been wearing. Wow. That's amazing. Then, then um, my son, he's in a 10C, and I just put him in uh, the Flint 13s. He has a 2010 release. Nice. He has some Spizikes. I must have been getting Spizikes for like $5 because I had like <laughs> six sizes in the same colorway. Yeah. So he's in a 10C and a pair of Spizikes he has. And then um, some Air Max 95s from like 2010 he was in. I'll buy him like Jordan 1 mids that he can just tear through to also. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, do they even have an interest in shoes? Like they must see your collections. They must know that, you know... You love sneakers. They also have nice sneakers themselves, but when they put them on, do they even know what they're wearing? Like, do they care? You know, sometimes, like, I'll unbox them with them, you know, if it's, like, their first time wearing that pair, and I'll be like, oh, I like this pair or something like that. And uh, sometimes my daughter gets sad when she sees me, like, bring new shoes home. <laughs> and she'll be like, are those for me? You know, like, no, nah, girl, these are not yours. <laughs> So you still got a whole bunch of shoes I'm trying to get you to grow into, man. <laughs> yeah. My my oldest that's my oldest daughter. She has like playoff thirteens from whenever those came out that I'm waiting on her to grow into. Nice. My son, he man, he won't he's at the age where he wants the cat boy shoes and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. PJ Masks. Yeah, PJ Bass <laughs> shoes. But I mean, he he I haven't bought him any yet, but I think I'm gonna buy him a pair of those so he can just tear it through them though. But he does like the other shoes. Like I got him like some Chicago one mids that he really likes and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. But they do pay attention to the shoes and like the shoes. Sometimes my son will see me clean cleaning my shoes and he'll be like, I need to clean mine, Dad. That's oh. He's just about to get them right back dirty, but I'll let you clean them, and I just can't <laughs> let him act like he's cleaning them. 
well that's cute that they that they do show an interest and you know i guess it could be a gift and a curse at the same time because you could you you get a chance to bond with them but at the same time you know your daughter is already asking like hey are those mine because you're gonna get that question a lot and eventually you are gonna have to bring pears home for her specifically if she's already asking that right <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I just would hate when she starts wearing adult sizes. That's going to sting. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I mean, it sounds to me like you already have a little sneakerhead, you know, in the making. So when she gets even a little bit older, the, the prices start going up when you get into PS and, and GS sizes. You know, that's when the, the wallet's going to be hurting. I think I might just hand hand down my wife's shoes because she never wears, my wife never wears the shoes I buy her. So hopefully those hand-me-downs will last a while in that yeah. size. Well, then, yeah, let's get into a little bit about like your wife. I mean, you know, your wife, obviously, you know, maybe she doesn't wear shoes as often, but does she put up with your sneaker collecting? Like, what does she think about your passion? I mean, she knows that like, I love shoes and stuff like that, but it's like, she is kind of fed up with shoes everywhere you turn. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Shoes, you know, like, you know, when we, because my wife, I met her when we were in high school, right? She's my yeah. high school sweetheart, right? And so like, let me tell you what my wife did for me, right, man? I think it was my senior year. We had just got graduated. And I told her, like, at Space Jams were like my favorite Jordans ever. I had them in eighth grade hooped in them, had a second pair that my brother had. My brother got locked up and he had a fresh pair. I started rocking his pair. <laughs> I, fucked, I fucked his pair up, man. I paid him back, though. I bought him a pair of the 2016s. And so we're, he and I are squaring that. But so my wife, she um, created a Nike Talk account before I even had one. She created oh. a Nike Talk account, went and found me a pair of OG Space Jams. This was like 2005. She went and found me a pair of OG Space Jams, had them legit checked on there and everything. And she gave them to me for my birthday, man. And it was like the most thoughtful gift. And here I am looking like an unappreciative one as I'm inspecting them with a fine <laughs> tooth. I'm like, where the hell you get these? <laughs> well, shout out to wifey. I mean, see, these are the links that they'll go through, even though they're not even, you know, as passionate as we are, or like you were saying earlier, obsessed about it as we are, you know, they'll but, go through the hoops too, to make sure that. No, you get no, no, man. That was 2005. That ship <laughs> sailed a long time ago. Like, but she used to be like on the phone in the trenches with me on East Bay right at midnight before they come out. We got we on the two phones, you know, tag yeah. team in East Bay order. I'm like, I need you to order me this. Now it's like, oh, no, nah, she's she's not going to go in a store and buy anything for me. Like <laughs> if I went if I went a raffle in her name, it's not getting picked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're signing up. The raffles in her name, but you know the chances are that she's gonna pick it up is very, very slim to none, right? Yeah, man. Like I'm telling you, if it's, it, it can be a panda dunk in there, sell. I said I need you to go buy these shoes. She is not going to <laughs> get out the car to buy those shoes, man. Yeah. I'm gonna just take that L. So, but yeah, she's she's seen enough shoes in her lifetime to yeah. she doesn't want to see anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, have you always lived in Tulsa? Like you grew up there. Yeah, I was uh, born and raised here, so I have, I've never lived anywhere else. So this all 
So I'm interested to know what the sneaker culture was like, or what, sorry, how has it changed from when you were growing up? Because, you know, maybe back then it was easy for you to get shoes. And, you know, now with the state of the sneaker game now, like, what is it like in Oklahoma? It was easier to get shoes back then. I mean, they still like sold out, but it, it used to take like days for mm. some shoes to sell out. You know what I'm saying? Now, pretty much it's like here is going to be like anywhere else, like any pretty much any retro that touches is going to be gone. Like the first day, it might be like a size eight laying around here or there the next day or something like that. But some stuff is going to sell out because people that buy the shoes that just want to wear the shoes, you know, they're buying it. But then also the resellers are like, I told you, Terra Squad is showing up to the release 10 deep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's coming can't... 10. Uh, he's coming. T- I'm telling you, bodies like, where are you getting these bodies from? man? Right. Jesus. I'm just trying to get one. If I can get two, that would be great. But not when you buying nine in front of me. Yeah, yeah. But, so I guess, um, you know what, it's, it's kind of universal, I guess, in terms of the sneaker game, how it's uh, evolved. Where, yeah, But it's like ways that I can come up on shoes pretty much the same way anywhere else. Anybody else will like, you know, you have to enter all the raffles. I don't think there's any stores in my city that's really doing first come, first serve on like, a release date Jordan or like pretty much anything unless they're trying to pull a fast one and open an hour early and release some and only tell certain people to come at this time. You know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. And I think, you know, I think it's the only fair way to do it, especially, you know, with a lot of the negative publicity that's been happening in terms of releases when you do first come first serve that's happened all across the U S and pretty much North America because you know, we do raffles most of the time too, but, you know, also in terms of just um, COVID, right? You know, COVID happened and we weren't able to go to stores anyway. So even in-store raffles or, you know, lining up in general was just kind of done for two years. So everything kind of just went to raffles and it's kind of just stuck to that way. But you're right. I mean, now it you know it gets to the point where even if they do do a first come first serve, then, you know, there's got to be some kind of shady shit going on where it's a backdooring event or you like you said you have a guy that uh, is your local reseller and he's coming with you know 10 15 bodies nobody has a shot at that but i like first come first serve though well oh, yeah. i mean absolutely because if you really want to shoe you know you're gonna you can get up for it, but i'm but i say that but i'm also at the age where like my wife isn't trying to have me go out in the morning and be gone for three hours trying to buy some damn shoes yeah and you got and she's got the kids at home and now not not with those kids yeah that's not so i mean (laughs) i guess it's a love-hate relationship you know because i like the raffles when i'm winning (laughs) yeah no i like i like the raffles when i'm winning but i like earlier this year foot locker banned my account man oh that happened to me with nike before I don't know because I shipped something to my address, my mom's address. And I think there's already a different account. Like I had an older account that was tied to that with the same address, mm-hmm. maybe is what happened. I'm not exactly yeah. sure, but I, I'm telling you, I was winning Foot Locker raffles, like clockwork, anything that touched, I was guaranteed golden. Yeah. But, yeah. You but, never know. Sometimes, yeah. Some, sometimes the weirdest shit that happens, like I, I remember I got banned from nike as well kind of a similar thing too i was purchasing and sending them to a friend so 
Um, I don't know if that was the reason, but that was the only thing that I could imagine because, you know. Yeah, I tried to call and they said I just broke the policy or something like that, but couldn't specify exactly what it was. But the only reason I found out was because my friend, his account got deactivated and he called and they told him and I went to go look at my account and I had like zero points, but I had just had three million flex points. What you talking about? Mm. So... Sometimes there's no explaining that shit and, you know, hopefully, you know, you're able to hit elsewhere. But yeah, at the times when you're winning, you're just like, man, I, you know, I can't, I can't lose right now. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm able to get whatever I want. And then all of a sudden it's taken away from you. And, you know, that that's when, you know, you kind of get upset. But uh, I guess just in, in, in terms of that sort of mentality, like, what would you say the current state of the, the community is for sneakers? Um, I guess um, even in Oklahoma or just in general, like what you see online, like, do you see that it's would, uh, in a, moving in a positive direction? I would say that it changed a lot when I was growing up because, you know, I was buying like, you know, we grew up buying shoes like uh, athletes we used to watch growing up and we admired them. You know, you buy the shoes and kind of made you feel like them or, you know, something like that. But now it's like it's like a whole bunch of collabs that are coming out. I mean, collabs are cool and all, but like, some of them are, would say, are too hyped for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. like, those aren't even that great. They're just like hyped up. But a lot of people are just like following the hype. You know what I'm saying? And of um, it's like a lot of less individuality. Like everybody has the same shit. Like everybody wants a Jordan one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they think they've automatically put Jordan ones as like, oh man, he got a pair of ones on, but it's like, Okay, I mean, I like ones, but there's other shoes out there besides ones and dunks. Mm-hmm. You know right what I'm facts. saying? So there's no like originality and a lot of what's going on in today's culture. Like, I've never really called myself like a sneakerhead. I never really use that term. I mm-hmm. I prefer enthusiast, but really, what is recognized as a sneakerhead now is nothing that I really want to be associated with some of the stuff that I see you know what I'm saying but everybody pretty much they just want was hyped or they just want to know how much they can flip it for you know what yeah. I'm saying no I'm and you know what I'm glad that you mentioned that because you know you're, you're right I think what we considered as quote-unquote sneakerhead back then, like, you're right, I, I hate using that term, too. We usually use, like, collector or enthusiast, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing, too. But you're right, it, back then, it was different. We bought the sneakers of our favorite signature athletes. We bought brands that, you know, we knew nobody else was rocking, right? We bought shoes that we liked. You liked, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. We like. I like those, so I'm going to buy them. Not because, oh, I'm going to buy yep. them because I think they like them and everybody else has them. No, yeah. man, we like them. Yeah. If anything, I kind of went out of my way to buy a lot of the shit that nobody else wanted. And, you know, I think... Yeah. That's what I admire most about people like your collection and Rich's collection with the older Jordans is that like people are not touching Jordan 17s or 16s or 15s or whatever it is. And, you know, like we embraced that shit and we looked at those pairs and I was like, well, nobody's rocking this because they don't like it. But that's kind of what I like is that nobody else is rocking it. And, you know, you appreciate that shoe more. You appreciate the color, the colorways that come out with those shoes. And the fact that you're the only one that's rocking it and you're pulling off fits with it and looking fresh with it too, people are like, man, 
how come I never noticed that before? It's because you like all the shit that everybody else likes. That's the problem, right? If I walk into a building and I got the same shoes on as somebody else, I damn near need to go home. <laughs> yo, we got a, I'm, yo, I'm telling you, we got a problem. We I need problem. to leave or they need to leave. <laughs> somebody. Yeah, because somebody, I use, man. I use shoes as like, you know, it's my self-expression, you know, um, it's showing my individuality, you know, that's why I was like a lot of the pairs that I have that are older pairs that only been worn like once or twice or something. It's like, because I've, I've waited years to where yours are busted up and you don't have them anymore. And that's how I needed to be. Absolutely. Not, that's, that's very, 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 very true, man. I made it to piggyback off that. Whenever, like, we would have sneaker cons or any sneaker shows, I mm. always made it a point of wearing pairs that I knew people wouldn't have on. Because mm. that's the worst feeling going to a show and you fucking got on a pair of shoes that a motherfucker got on, man. So, like, <laughs> I, I would tap into, like, you know, a lot of the old, the higher number Jordans because nobody's yeah. wearing those. Yeah. You're not going to show in a, a pair of 19s. You know what I mean? A pair of 20s. Um, mm. I remember when they dropped the PSNY 15s. I wore it to this, I think the first sneaker con out here. I wore that olive pair. That uh that that olive, not olive, but like that greenish mm-hmm. with the woven upper. And I remember dudes are coming up to me like, yo, those are tough. But I'm like, but nobody's wearing these. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah. until you see it on feet, people really appreciate it because it's so different. You know, you go to the shows and everybody rocking the same shit. Like yeah. that, that was something yeah. that I just I always tried to stay away from. Because like you said, it's an expression, you know, of yourself. And why do I want to look like everybody else? You know what I mean? There's so many shoes out there. Why are we wearing the same thing? Yeah. So I think another, just to touch on, like you said, what do I think about what the sneaker culture is right now? I think like back then, you know, early days of Nike talk and just the early days where when I was involved, it was, you know, more a sense of community you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like yep. now it's like boy if your homeboy win a raffle and it's a money maker oh man he's he he, he not really giving you no homie price like that man you getting slapped or you just not getting them yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like but locally it was like a, a facebook group that they had here you know people would help each other out and you know the resale, they weren't like taxing too much. You might pay like extra 40 or something, but mm. I don't know, like, because I think when I started having kids, I kind of took a step back for like a few years from sneakers. And I don't know if it was when StockX came or what, that people just needed every dollar possible they can get. You know what I'm saying? And stock um, eggs, bro. It, it was, was stock definitely eggs. stock eggs. It's it's it's, it was stock the, eggs. it's those secondary okay. market apps that have definitely pushed that perception or the mentality where it's all about value because you can see what the value of a sneaker is, the market value yeah. of a sneaker easily. Anybody can look it up now on their phone. Whereas before, if you're a Nike talk or even eBay, you know, those prices aren't readily available. You can look back yeah. to the last pair that was sold or what was, you know, like you can look to like the, you know, sales and all that stuff completed, mm-hmm. whatever, but, you know, it didn't really give you a good idea as it is, as it does now with StockX as to how many people yeah. sold, when they sold, how much it sold for, you know, like, so people use that as a gauge. And unfortunately it's ruined a lot of what was built in the past from sneaker talk or some of these like mm-hmm. earlier Facebook groups. <laughs> 
So the way that I try to like help people, because I just, I go to the shoe stores like every day just to Mm -hmm. see what's out there. And I just take pictures and I'll post it and be like, they got these at this store, such and such, you know, I'll buy the one pair that I can. And, you know, I'm not opposed to making a dollar. So I'm, I'm going to tax somebody, but I'm going to tell you where to get it, where I got it from what they have right now so you have an opportunity to fend for yourself you go you yeah. get up just like i did and go get them you know what i'm saying but um also another thing about the sneaker culture that changed a lot is like people who never gave a shit about shoes out here just reselling shoes you know they don't know anything about shoes never seen this number they just I know resellers have always been around. Like I resell shoes sometimes, you know, sometimes you just start up reselling a shoe just to afford the shoes that you want or something like that. But it's like, you don't even like shoes, man. Why are you here? That's a great point too. I mean, like, you know, when there's money to be made, there's Mm -hmm. other people that now start to infiltrate these other communities and yeah. you know they're just trying to take away the opportunities from the people that want it because they know that there's an opportunity to make money and that's all they care about they don't care about you know you really want the shoe or you you know this was the first jordan that you ever got whatever they just know that you want it and you're willing to pay money for it if you mm-hmm. really want it that bad so they're exploiting that part of it they don't care about the history of it. they don't care about you know the athletes or whatever that type of stuff they just care about the fact that there's somebody out there that's willing to pay more money for it because they know that they really want it. And that's all that's about. Yeah. I'm kind of happy that like the nineties classics that I hold near and dear, like they're, they don't really do crazy numbers like that mm-hmm. initially. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like two years later after they're sold out, people go crazy for them. But it was like, I'm thinking like, man, if the terror squad knew what those penny ones, <laughs> what the penny ones are doing. Oh, it's going to be a wrap. It's going to yeah. be a wrap. Because yeah. I always I always want to, like, post all my stories and stuff like, man, people are going crazy paying 500 for these penny ones from 2011, and they're about to come back out. But I was like, nah, man, these I, I don't need to give them no type of leads. To, yeah. I was about to, to say, do not, do not give them that leg up, man. Do not. <laughs> man, man, That's crazy. Man. There's always going to be some bad apples, obviously, in, in any community, right? So, yeah. you know, there, let's just hope that, you know, there's people like you and Rich and some of these older collectors that they drop the knowledge on, you know, just some of these older pairs and, you know, taking it back to those Nike talk days where you would go on there and you can kind of geek out about just, you know, the stuff that you love. And it doesn't necessarily have to be just about, you know, what is the most valuable sneaker right now is just, you know, kind of what yeah. you grew up on and, and what you loved from back in the day and bringing that mentality back into the culture. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, get through some of my older pairs and really just get back to my roots because it was it was a while like uh, even on Instagram, I wasn't really active because it was like I wasn't even pulling out shoes, but it seemed like the only thing people cared about was like Yeezys and NMDs. And I was like, man, what the fuck is going on out here? (laughs) My wife, she has like some little brothers that live out of state. They came by and I was showing them shoes, you know, that was like, oh man, you got some shoes? I was like, do I? (laughs) So I take them to go break. I'm breaking out heaters and they're like totally unimpressed. 
unimpressed. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm pulling out hot shit. And it was like, you got any yeast? It's like, get yeah. the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> get, get out of here. Get, yeah. You upset me. <laughs> there's def- yeah, there's definitely a different generation that's emerged. And, you know, at the risk of sounding always like that old man that's sitting on the porch and, and yelling at these younger kids, you know, <laughs> tastes are going to change, obviously. But, you know, I think what's important, too, is that you like what you like and yeah. you can't always force other people to like um, what you like, even if you're in the same generation. But as long as you guys can share the same passion for something and also just sort yeah. of like educate, I think that's also what's important, too, is just to educate yeah. Also, one thing about the sneaker culture that I don't like from like people in our generation is like how they bash some of the newer stuff. Like I know the Jordan One mids get like a lot, a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. And I remember at a time like the mids were the only thing that they were feeding us for a while back then. Like Absolutely. those yeah. like packages were mids and shit. Like the beginning moments package was mid. I think I saw you post yep. that the other day. We were getting mids, and I mean, I wasn't buying every single thing, but I mean, they have run it into the ground. But some people just like hate on it super hard. But I like that you know sneakers are more recognized and acknowledged worldwide. That people appreciate sneakers more like that. I do like that part of how the world has changed. Like not just us, people look down at your shoes now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look down working with. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sean, listen, I mean, if you didn't tell me that you weren't rich, I would have mixed you guys up <laughs> because you guys are almost like the exact same person. Just, you know, it's refreshing to see your content on IG, especially because, you know, you're pulling out a lot of these gems like Rich does. And, you know, like that's why we get along with Rich so well is that he is able to educate us with shit like that. And, you know, seeing your collection, it's definitely opened my eyes to some of the pairs that I completely forgot about. And, you know, the fact that you've got three kids as well and uh, or kids of your kids of your own and you know you're lacing them up and they're showing interest into it too that you know that's an opportunity for you to sort of raise the next generation of sneaker enthusiasts as well so i mean i definitely appreciate all the stories for sure and sharing your collection sharing your kids collection because it's it's been awesome man yeah man i appreciate you guys uh, having me on i got a couple questions for you guys yeah, first absolutely. okay <laughs> yeah you're in- anyway you know what before you before you start this is a good kind of segue into our next week's episode because we have planned a question, a listener's questions episode, but let's yeah. kick it off with, uh, with some of your questions here. Okay. So how did you guys all meet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Rich, you want to kick it off a bit? Initially we started, uh, <laughs> so you remember Blackberry? <laughs> yeah. So we started up a, a Blackberry group. And honestly, it was just a way for us to kind of like with the pre-orders and sneakers. A lot of the guys were like full locker employees and stuff like that. So we kind of started up a BBM group just to help each other out in terms of like, you know, pickups, like releases and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it kind of snowballed into another group. I met Trev. Trev worked at Foot Locker. That's how he met Colin as well. Colin worked at Foot Locker. He was a local guy. And then snowballed to this group. We started it up. There's a few of us. There were some other members. So we had a BBM group. A lot of the people in the group were like Foot Locker employees. 
I'm mm-hmm. some other guys as well. And it was just a way to help each other out with like, you know, shoes that were releasing, shit like that. And then that kind of snowballed into um, another group, which was uh, in Kicks We Trust. We kind of started that. Um, and it was a few guys. Um, and then we did a show back in 2015. And one of the guys that was in the group, he was friends with Kev. Um, and he brought Kev on. So then we met Kev back in 2015 for this first show. And then from there, yeah, like it was kind of history with just a bunch of us, man. And, you know, just a group of guys, love sneakers, all of us, different walks of life. And it was just nice just to kind of meet, you know, different individuals. And I think it was before shoes kind of took off to what it is now. So yeah, kind of being able to connect with individuals, you know, like I said, different walks. And we all had different tastes in terms of shoes and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. It was just nice just to kind of be part of that, you know, before it kind of like blew up into what yeah. it is today. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's kind of yeah. how we and, all and form. And kind of to touch on Rich's thing there too, like in terms of, you know, sneakers not being a big thing. Like the reason why I came into the group was they were putting on a show. And I remember I was like seeing all this stuff about sneaker cons. And I was like, I wish we had stuff like that in, in Canada. And I never knew where sneaker shows were happening. And then they were like, well, we're going to run a show. And I was like, yo, I'll, I'll I'll help you guys do that, man. Because I would love to just learn about that scene as well, like sneaker events and things. So we kind of just put on our own show and we were kind of geeked out in that sense from, you know, just different walks of life and, and but all loving sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. So do you guys still throw the sneaker shows or it was just a one-time thing or what? We did two shows, right, Trev? We did two. Yeah, we did two shows. And this is before SneakerCon came to Canada. So we did yeah. a couple of shows and then there was another group out there that was doing shows. So shows came a little bit more popular locally here. And then, you know, aside from COVID, obviously COVID stopped everything for us. But yeah. once SneakerCon came, it kind of killed all of those little local shows. Um, yeah. Because everyone at that time in like 2017, 2018, 2019, they only cared about like, getting hold of you know hyped and limited pairs and then being able to sell yeah. them at SneakerCon. so the community-based yeah. ones kind of fell off because everyone yeah. just wanted to go to those ones yeah yeah see i haven't been to very many sneaker shows in my life i've probably been to like four or five never a sneaker con like so i think the community-based ones would be ones that i would enjoy more where you're like people are showing their collection exactly yeah talking and you're meeting people you know and stuff mm-hmm. like that but now and that's what we threw like we threw those yeah and people did buy sell trade there as well but i mean yeah. our table specifically we had all display stuff and people would come up to your table and be like why are you bringing this if you're not going to sell it you know what i mean like yeah. they would ask for shit like that yeah. <laughs> Man, because we love the shoes, we right. want to show yeah. you right. what we've collected over these years, and we exactly. want you to chop it up with me about it or something, Amen. you know? Yeah. Like, so the first show that I ever went to was like this show in Arkansas that my coworker, she was from Arkansas. She was like, Yeah, they want us to display some shoes. Like, you can bring whatever you want to bring. And I think I kind of went overboard. I brought like, I was trying to bring fucking everything, man. I brought pretty much all the like 90s classics and things that I grew up on, you know, things that I grew up on. And then I brought like one or two limited and like she was telling me about her collection and she was saying she had all these shoes and all this shit. And then all that she brought was like 
shit that came out that year. And I was like, what you doing, man? Yeah. Like, she brought a lot of shit, though. It was some dope shit, but it was like, just oh, that yeah. year. Like, yeah. yeah. Stuff that I had already seen, but I mean, it was a nice table. It was, it was. Yeah. So it was like, she brought the new stuff. And I bring the old stuff, but she's like a heavy LeBron collector. She like touches every single LeBron that comes out. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, another question I had. So you guys started the podcast in 2015, or when did you start the podcast? Oh, uh, about a year. Yeah, yeah, a year ago. Year and a year ago, almost a year and a half mm-hmm. actually. Okay, yeah, about a year. Okay. Fun fact about the pod: we spoke about this podcast years ago. Like, mm-hmm. we just didn't, we kind of sat on it, to be honest with yeah. you. But this was something, like, a long time in the making. And I think COVID kind of just, it gave us an opportunity to really you know, focus on it. it and re- yeah, yeah, really do it. But this is mm-hmm. something we talked about years ago, man. Like, yeah. years. Yeah. COVID definitely jumped hard because then you re- we realized that, you know, we didn't have to all be together. And I think that was the... You know, originally the you know, issue. Like, yeah, we're, we're 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 like in different cities in Toronto, mm-hmm. so getting together like Rich has three kids, I have a kid of my own. Trev plays golf all the time. You know, like everyone's got a life outside of yeah. you know sneakers as well, and it was hard to coordinate even with the five or six guys that we had just to do like regular meetups for you know organizing stuff for shows. So you know when we realized that you know COVID was going on and. We had to be at home and then we were doing we were working from home and doing zoom calls we were like hey let's just do our podcast via zoom call and it kind of just blossomed from there yeah. it's a way for us to meet every week too right like i mean basically yeah. every week or sometimes more than once a week right like we do a podcast right so we just chop sneakers for a week right but we like talk to each other like you know it's just it's a way for us to communicate more and I, like i think richard said this at one point like you know it was a way for him to see all of us once a week right yeah man. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah man because like it's a lot of stuff uh related to sneakers that like i would love to do like i want to do so many things like i wanted i want to do youtube i want to do podcasts i want to restore sneakers i want to sell sneakers like i want to do like anything sneaker related you know pretty much but it's like i never make time for it and stuff like that and and a lot of times i sit and think like damn i regret like not starting a youtube a long time ago because i was like if i could get paid to talk about (laughs) shoes oh my gosh what sign me up i had a marketing class in college it was like 2011 or something like that and my uh, professor every time we had a presentation or something like that i was doing shit on shoes you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about shoes fucking every presentation and he was like man so it's like a whole community out there of people who like these (laughs) things like that i was like yeah he was like man he was like i think he got a real nice niche there man you probably should start a youtube man and i was like man i don't want to fucking be on camera i was like i don't even like the way that i sound i don't like my voice okay you know what we've had a lot of guests on our podcast um that have been youtubers a lot of guys that uh, you know are big on ig we had restorers on here we have guys that work with ebay doing authentication so when you get a chance and you know like uh, i know life is busy but when you get some free time definitely go back and listen uh, go back and, and listen to some of our old episodes because like you said there's times where you may regret 
not starting something, but it's never too mm -hmm. late to start that. And you'll notice that is sort of a theme from a lot of the guests that we have on is that, you know, maybe they started YouTube a lot later than somebody else may have, but at least they started it. And that's part of the advice yeah. that I give people is that if you're passionate about something, like you're passionate about sneakers, and even your professor had noticed that, you know, you can talk about something for hours when it comes to sneakers, yeah. days, mm -hmm. whatever the case is. Yeah. And if you're passionate about it, that shows in whatever you're passionate about. It may not be sneakers, but it, you know, it could be whatever it is. So translate that into something like YouTube, for example, or a podcast. And there's a learning curve, of course, but if you ever need any advice for anything in regards to those items, you can always reach out to us. You can always reach out to any of our guests and I'm sure they'd be happy to give you that advice, man. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And what you're doing yeah, is different, man. I think a, a lot of people would definitely gravitate to what you're doing. Like I said, you and I like the same in terms of like kind of that era, you know, the older stuff. There are people out there like us, man. There's tons, you'd be surprised. So, yeah. you know, it's never too late to do that shit. So, and like Kev said, you know, we're here. Like if you need it, our guests, same thing, you know, reach out and, you know, it's never too late to do that shit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to jump in and just, just dive in. Like I'm, I think it's like my personality holding me back because for me to get on here and do a podcast is like out of my comfort zone. I'm trying to step out of my comfort zone a little more because like I said, I really hate the sound of my voice. I no, can't, I, <laughs> I can't hear it right now. I, if I went back and listened, I'd probably be mortified, but I mean, <laughs> me just talking right now is, is, is cool. Like, so yeah. maybe I can just make some YouTube videos and stuff and just not go back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I haven't noticed anything. So, you know, those are your own insecurities. And, you know, to be quite honest, if you were to ask me, I would tell you the opposite. So, you know, just do what you love. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll just blossom from there, man. Mm -hmm. No, definitely appreciate you, Sean, man. It's been awesome. Like I said, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that you have in your collection, you don't see that anymore. So nah. you know, it's great to see that. And Rich has had a, had a grin from ear to ear the whole episode. So. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Long time coming, man. Long time coming, man. This has been great. Been yeah, great. I'm going to try to uh, make more time. I'm going to try to set some goals to set uh, start the YouTube and um, be active more on social media if I can. Definitely. Colin, uh, he's a YouTuber guy too. So if you ever need pointers, he can he can help you out. So definitely. What, Colin is the guy about the uh, deer running deer. Running <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, Sean, thanks. We we appreciate you jumping on. Anyone have any shout outs? I, I think I'm good for this week. I got a shout out. So first off, I want to shout out Tom, Captivated Soul. So he recently had a work accident he shared with us. He was kind of MIA for a little bit. He's in one of our group chats and he had a pretty rough work accident. Uh, sounded really, really bad. So I don't want to get into the details of his business, but, you know, he's on the bed now. Hopefully he's listening now. I just want to shout him out just to say, you know what, you know, just stay strong, brother. If you need anything from us, let us know. I know it's rough just getting through any injury in general, but, you know, if you ever need anything, just let us know, brother. That's oh. a good one, Kev. Rich? <laughs> shout out to the guys over at Omnis. Honestly, they are going to the next few weeks for my pickups. They're all from them. So <laughs> shout out to those guys over there. And then like I always do, man, shout out to uh, our guest, Sean. 
Yo, this has been this has been great, man. Like I said, you and I have been going back and forth for some time. And I just love a lot of the shoes, a lot of the older stuff. It just speaks to me. So I appreciate you, me reaching out saying, hey, you know, we'd love to have you on. And you didn't even hesitate, man. So for you to say, you know, your comfort zone, like I, I didn't really see any of that. So thank you for uh, taking the time to chop it up with us, man. And the stories are great. And it's just cool just to to get these, these different perspectives. Like I said, I love just tapping in with, you know, different people and, you know, just hearing the stories and what brought us all together. Because at the end of the day, we look at these podcasts and, you know, the people we tap in with and the commonality is sneakers, you know, and it's just cool because everybody's story and journey is different. And I just love to hear it, man. So appreciate you, man. Thank you. And yeah, man, get the get the shit going, bro. Like I said, we're here. You got any questions? Yeah. Hit us up. We'll Let support, us know we'll support. Definitely. Okay, man. I'll I'll shout you guys out for uh reaching out to me and getting me just on board to do this. I had like one other person ask me about a podcast a while ago, you know, and I told them, you know, I would do it, but they never, you know, followed up to reach back out. But I appreciate you guys uh following through and hopefully I can it helped me out to uh, get put myself out there a little bit more to do it. And I'm, I'm also going to shout out my wife for putting up with all of these shoes <laughs> for all of these years. <laughs> shout out to the wifey. The real MVPs, man. I always say that. The real MVPs. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah, man. Sean, thank you, though, man. Like, real talk. Yeah. Thank you. It's been great. And like I said, I ta- I hit you up a while last year towards the tail end of last year. And I didn't mm. forget, man. That's why, like yeah. I said, I, I tap back in and say, yo, we ready. So, you know, thank yeah. you for, um, you know, for, for jumping on, man. It's been, it's yeah. been great. One last question, Rich. Um, yo. I'm just, I know you post a lot of like shoe pictures on IG. I'm just curious to what your camera roll looks like. Like, <laughs> A whole bunch of shoes, or what does it look like? It's all shoes. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yo, a lot of times when when my wife, like, if I'm looking for a picture and she's sitting there, I'm cringing because she's like, "How many fucking shoes do you have?" Like, literally, like it's sneakers. Like, do it. <laughs> my camera roll is crazy. It's all sneakers. It's all uh, and multiples, like of the same shot. Cause I got to get the right shot. It looks, oh, yeah, it looks real crazy. It looks real crazy. I know. Like, 30 to 40 pictures of the same angle. I know. <laughs> angle, bro. Same angle. My wifey looking at me, she just shake her head. Like when she's like, uh, if I have to, I had to look for a picture the other day. We was at Home Depot. <laughs> I had took a picture of some shit for the bathroom. We looking to get done. And we sitting there scrolling through the fucking camera roll. And it was just sneakers. And she just looked at me with just shaking her head because employees are sitting there. And I'm just like, man, I can't fucking find this picture. And she's like, how many fucking pictures sneakers do you need? And I'm just like, yo, I got to get the right angle. I got to get the lighting, you know, all of that shit. So yeah, my camera oh, roll looks real nuts. <laughs> real I know nuts. on yours, I think you've got it down to where, you know, you're going to take the simple overhead shot of That's what it. you got on the feet. That's See, it. I didn't think you would need like 30 of those, man. Yeah, man. Yo, there's some of them. I got like 20. Real talk is like 20 of the same shot. <laughs> yes. You know, on my, my, my on foots, I like, I didn't have like a tripod set up. I was out there 
hunchback of Notre Dame leaning <laughs> over taking pictures, you know? Oh, you're so, crap, crapping up there, I, <laughs> I think that that kind of affected my basketball career, too, because it's like I was started getting those Tracy McGrady back spasms on the court. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's so oh, true, man. Yeah, so I just I'll keep let... it simple, man. I snap a few, but there'd be a lot. My camera roll is all sneakers. So I'm not even a lot. Yeah. My wife is like, where the fucking picture of the kids? <laughs> like somewhere in there. <laughs> so just one call before we head out, guys. As you may have seen, we have started our grocery store flex contest. So if you haven't entered yet or haven't got your pictures in, make sure you get it in. We're recording this before we've released the grocery store flex, but it'll be out by the time this plot is out. So just take a look at all the details will be in the post. But again, we'll be in partnership with eBay. So we'll be giving away either a free shoe or some coupons for eBay's website. So all you're going to do is snap a picture in the grocery store and just follow the instructions. So make sure you join. Let's go. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. I am Trevor Fernandez, and you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. I almost screwed that up. You like, almost fucked up, Trevor. I, I, I've been good the last couple of weeks, but I got through that one. Uh, Collie has left, but you can find him at the Collywood Life. Juan is not here today, but, you know, you can find him on Instagram at 321. You message him, talk about travel and kicks, mainly Jordan 1s, but everything's free game. That was good. That was good. Okay, all right. I felt like I screwed that one off a little bit. Kev, where can they find you? Yeah, you can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Rich, where can they find you? Find my IG, status 13 And Sean, where can they find you? You can find me at Social Studies at S-O-L-E-C-I-A-L Studies, pretty much on any social media platform. Somebody stole my name on Nike Talk, though, so that's that's not <laughs> me on Nike Talk. <laughs> It's your wife. She's making new accounts. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm 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 social studies OG. I think OG. on Nike oh, Talk, okay. and then okay. social studies OG on eBay. I used okay. to eBay hard too. Tell okay. eBay to That's... holler at me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, man, right. thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it, guys. Everyone, stay safe and be well. We'll see y'all next week. 